Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 460 for the week of April 21st, 2018. I'm Christopher Vettier, bringing you the week's news about RPGs. Yesterday was 420. Blaze again. Oh, blaze again. Blaze again. <laughs> I like it. Uh, Anna, how did you celebrate? Uh, I didn't. Okay. Alex, how did you celebrate? I didn't. <laughs> Pascal, how did you celebrate? I didn't. Jonathan, how did you celebrate? With fond memories of college. There we go. I didn't celebrate Memories either. only. I just made blaze it jokes all day long until it was extremely obnoxious. So, Have you like... ever even done weed? No. But, <laughs> I, but I've done obnoxious. I'm real good at that. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 All right. We're here. It's time for RPGs. We were off last week. We were at Midwest Gaming Classic, Anna. Yeah, what did we do there? I don't remember. What did we do there? We we didn't buy a single game. This is accurate. It's crazy. This this yeah. was this is like the first year that we went and didn't buy any games. Yep. So prices looked really high. Prices were high this year. Stuff that is so there was stuff that was up and stuff that was down. Um, I think the the big thing was there was Panzer Dragoon Saga was way up seven hundred dollars, yep. <laughs> or seven fifty, depending where you were looking. Somebody had it yeah, for six hundred, but damaged. <laughs> those places are even higher than eBay. Then at that point, yep. and I understand if you run out your own store, you have some overhead. But when you go to those conventions, a lot of people usually think, "Hey, they're going to be kind of close to eBay." Yeah, that's not the way that works. Hey, if you wanted a new in-box Turbo Duo, $2,800. Wow, nice. That's not I don't know if that was good or bad. Yeah, never been opened. No, that's that's fairly reasonable. Is it? Now, <laughs> does that, does, I don't recall, does a Turbo Duo box actually have a seal on it? Um, I didn't inspect it that closely. I did post a well, picture to my Twitter. Some consoles that got released never actually were sealed. They're just boxed up and right. you All, could open it. I did not inspect it. I mm-hmm. just went off the sign the guy had and I knew the guy was legit. He was sitting there. He literally bought, while I was standing there, um, a copy of Magical Chase in like perfect condition from someone else. Um, yeah, that's about So he just finished, yeah, he, he just finished his uh, collection like in front of me and he's like, yep, wow. I'm done now. I'm like, oh, how much are you selling that for? Like, I'm not. I just bought it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Very nice. So, that, And of course, if you're wondering, just to clarify that is the u.s version the one the, the collectible one um yeah which is a oh i guess people might not know magical chase is a shmup for the turbo graphics it was released very late in the turbo graphics life cycle in the u.s and it is very rare especially in good condition so it goes for much money boku bucks uh, so you think it was 1200 the, which means it was a little bit less than the Pocky and Rocky new, new in-box we found for 1250 Anna. Well, was the magical, magical Chase new, or was it just a nice, complete copy? It was nice, a nice, complete, complete compo- copy. copy. Okay. It was then, not yeah, new. That's, yeah. that's in the twelve to 1500 range. I actually saw one at the convention I went to last year. It was mm. pretty, everyone's checking it out. But that's like the Turbo Graphics Holy Grail for collectors, uh, yep. U.S. collectors. Yep. 
Uh, that's one of the ones that uh, Glenn is looking for, but I don't think he's willing to shell out the Boku Bucks for it yet. He's down to like three games, I think he said. Uh, no, 17. Oh, no, nice. he told me. No, he's. it's at least 13. There was a three involved, and he told me he... Because he told me he just got down to it at that point, so... Okay. It was 17 before the show. Maybe he bought four. No, these just cards he's going for? He's going for all the discs, too. Cards. He, no, he's... Yeah, he's everything. Everything, Anna. Oh, okay. He's got another the... one that's really hard to find is Exile Wicked Phenomenon. Uh, it's a, a working designs game. That one's about 250 300 Is that the one with the I... capital X in it? Uh, it's the there's the first one and then Wicked Phenomenon's a sequel and it's like got a black uh, art on it. And that one's I've because I was at one point I was trying to collect all the Working Designs games and I had all of them except for that one and that one was a bitch to find. Um, because I think he might have just bought that one. No, I don't know. Let's see. Exile Two Wicked Phenomenon. Um, I, that was not in the bag that I was guarding for him. No, um, I think he bought that that morning. I'm looking for the box art. Oh, it's this thing. I've seen this. I had no idea what it was. Now I do. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 pretty rare, and I think they screwed it up too. Uh, when they, I think this is the one where they made it too difficult or did something, and uh, when they you did can't the finish when, it. So I believe what Glenn's doing can, Anna, is collecting. But, he's collecting the U.S. releases. Ah, okay. Of everything, and he has he has the turb uh, the turbo graphics. He has all the things you snap together. <laughs> Let's yeah. put it that way. Because <laughs> there's a yeah. If you... Turbo graphics was um, man, they they made some weird choices with that system, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you tried to collect all the PC Engine games, there's a ton of them. That that'd be a lot of work, and those some of those are really expensive because they the system did pretty well in Japan, but it just didn't do that well over here. Gotcha. Yeah, there was a. So they had the system. Then in Japan, they released multiple versions of the system. We can ignore those. Mm -hmm. At some point, they came out with like the super graphics and made like four games for it and then abandoned it. And so that's that's a dead end. Four or 40? No, like four. (laughs) Yeah, and then there's the Turbo Duos. (laughs) The Turbo Duos is usually what you want because that's a lot later because they put out the CD add on and then later they put out the super CD add on. And then there's the corresponding hell? RAM cartridges you might need. For well, each the of those. Super CD is just like a you put in a a Who card, so you put in oh, a yeah. card and it's got all the information on it. So I have and uh, the US one has a uh, the booster two you put on the back because if you just have the regular Turbo graphics, it only has RF RF output. Out. Yeah. So yeah. you put the the Turbo booster on the back and you can get AV out, mm-hmm. and it only has one controller port, so you have to get a controller. Um, uh, splitter or whatever you want. I forgot what it's called. What I was pricing. The... I was pricing a Turbo Graphics guy wanted These 120 for a Turbo Graphics. Sound obnoxious. He wanted 220 yeah. if it came with the booster. So yeah, and that's, that was just that was high. no box or anything. It was just the... yeah, that's pretty high. I saw one selling. Someone selling one a boxed one on a Facebook group for like 220, 240 yesterday or the day before. Yeah, the booster is garbage. So what most people do? Well, not what most people do. What you can do is. Um, you just make some very Mod. inexpensive cables that would just fit over the pinouts, and then you don't need to buy the booster. I also, well, I have, or you have the, the CD add-on thing. That's how I do it, and that gives you AV out. Oh, okay. But the CD add-on, that little CD that slides out the, the disk drive, that 
that brakes easy. Actually, mine just went out. I had to send it off to someone to fix it. it cost me forty bucks. Uh, one of the things I saw break. a lot mentioned um, for turbo duos is whether or not it was recapped. Yep, that's another big one. So Those apparently early the capacitors go caps. bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Them. Uh, they're real bad on that one. The Game Gear also had that problem. Uh, Sega CDs tend to have that as issue as well, though they're also issues with the the, the drive gears going out on the uh, the bottom ones, the bottom loaders. And the turbo CDs, uh, the gear that moves the laser breaks, and that's what broke my mind. Just from sitting there, it breaks. <laughs> just from what? sitting there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just from, what? It'll just go bad. There, it's a, it gets real fragile, and you turn it on, and it tries to move, and it just breaks. So on the thread here, here's a surp, super graphics, the thing you kind of don't need except for like four different games. Uh, that's dumb. I think one of them, though, is like a popular fighting game or something. Like a, an alpha or a Street Fighter game, but jeez. All right, so so then you have the Turbo Duo, which is generally what you need. Well, that's the Japanese version. I don't even remember what it's called in the U.S. If you want the, I think I think they're both Turbo Duos, and you should get the U.S. version or not. Yeah, um, they are region locked, right? So. The who cards are because the pinouts are different. The CD drives, however, you can play. Uh, they're not region locked. But all the things I want to play are who cards. So, yeah. Well, there's some good CD games that you might I, not be I'm aware. I'm sure. Of. I'm sure. I that. But like, I want to play Magical Chase, and that's a who card, yeah. for example. But. But like Lords what of Thunder and Gates of Thunder. What does who card are, mean? Uh, it's a. It's you remember the old Master System? How they had little cards instead of a cartridge? No. Okay. Um, what is who card? Think of it as a for? really big SD card. Okay. But with way less memory capacity because this is back in the 80s. <laughs> so you slide this little card in and that's your cartridge. Does who stand for something? Hudson something. Hudson card, right? Hudson Probably, yeah. Hudson's yeah. the maker. Oh, okay. H-U. I was mm-hmm. thinking W-H-O. No, like... no. Not not who are you. No, this is okay. Hugh. Thank you. Think of the the... the Oh, wow. Here you go. So, Anna, do you have the stream up? Yep. So you see this bad boy here? There's a Turbo Graphics with a CD-ROM add-on. Okay. CD-ROM 2, excuse me. Yeah, it looks goofy. Is that the Super? <laughs> yeah. That, no, yeah. So this is the oh, Super because you had to put the Pro. This is so ridiculous looking. So this has the yeah. Pro CD-ROM arcade card, which is what you need if you have the original CD-ROM, I think. Right? Yeah, there's like a two, a level oh, 2 card and a level God. 3 card or something like a that. Le- and multiple <laughs> card levels. There I are. Quit. There's two cards. The one I have it is It depends on what you have, what you need. I quit. <laughs> the, the Super Arcade one, those are harder to find. They're really expensive. Mm-hmm. I quit. And here it is in Japanese version. <laughs> These things yeah. look like they don't actually belong together. Yeah. And then if you have the, I don't even know. Well, you can get the CDX with the uh, the 32x or the uh, power yeah, 32x on it. It looks like a toilet. I mean, I think you were pulling my leg, but I know that you're not. So this is what you end up getting, Anna. This is called the Turbo Duo. This looks like a console. You see this one? Okay. Doesn't that look like a reasonable that console? That looks like a real console. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's all integrated. It can't do absolutely everything. You can't do the super graphics games, but there's like four of them, right? So it does everything else, right, Jonathan? If you have a Turbo Duo? 
I yeah, assume. it's got the built-in cards. Yeah. So you don't have to put, do the card insertion for the Turbo CD. Right. Uh, Turbo Duo is US. PC Engine Duo is what I was thinking of. That's the Japanese uh, one. So. They still call it Turbo Duo. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, I got, that's what I have. I have a Japanese one in the box that says Turbo Duo. R. And they're white, and the, the US ones are black. Well, I thought the PC Engine Duo R, I have that. They probably have both, actually, <laughs> branded as both, <laughs> because... There's just so many damn versions of this console. There are a ton of them. <laughs> it's hard to keep track. And then you need an OS... OS what is it called? O, OCCS? What did he have that thing called, Anna? The, the oh, scaler. That's the, he had the line doubler. Yeah, or the, or the, what was it? The Frame Meister? The Frame Meister, remember? Not the Frame Meister. He has the OSSC <laughs> because... Yeah. This was easier. It does similar... Yeah, it, it does, does some of the things. The... He doesn't need everything that the Frame Meister did, and this was good for his... I've, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, there's... And it costs less. Fans of both. Definitely. Jeez. And you can well, go to RetroRGB.com, and then you can go to the Upscalers page and look up the difference. So what we did end up buying is... What did we buy? A Vita cord. We bought a Vita cord. That's right. Oh, look, a Vita power cord. We could use one of those because they don't make them anymore. Yeah. And oh. we bought the Dragon Quest um, Heroes Collector's Edition, but no game inside. Because we have the game already. Yeah. We just wanted the other swag. So here you go, Anna. This is the Sega Genesis with built-in Sega CD, like the portable thing that they made. <laughs> but he's put the 32X on top of it. The toilet. That's all your Sega right there. Um, does this have a good sound chip in it? I don't know about the CDX. Does the CDX? Yeah, it's pretty a, good. It's got the good sound. Yeah. Okay. And it's actually made to be a portable that, CD player. It's got battery slots in the back. Three sound chip is so bad. Oh, Genesis three is terrible. And then some the of the Genesis twos. You d it depends on what you get. Most of them are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> There's a very few Genesis 2s that are good, and if you mod them, there's like a little audio mod you can do on them that sounds awesome. Oh, but really? generally, your best bet is the Model 1 Genesis with the HD graphics little writing on it. That's usually your best bet for Genesis. Is there one that doesn't say HD graphics on it? Yes. I didn't know that. And that one has a different uh, chip on it, I believe. Or different, oh, uh, man. You're telling me they're Model 1s that have garbage sound, too? Not garbage, but not as good. Oh, this is terrible. You'll kind of get that hissing no uh, noise in some of it. Oh, wow. Here it is. Got three next to each other. HD graphics, Sega Genesis 16-bit. Them in the middle, no HD. Okay, so these are the same thing, right? And then you also have the problem of the ones that are TMSS and non-TMSS. What's that? So mean? you want the ones that are non-TMSS. It's kind of like a copy protection oh, thing they started adding on. And then even some of the HD graphics will have it, and some of the HD graphics won't have it. Mine actually has TMSS, but eh, oh well, it's not doesn't really cause me any problems. I mean, you're, but, not, you're not importing or whatever, or reprogramming. Yeah, or, or whenever you, you, you turn it on, it'll have that by Sega Genesis, a little copyright thing that pops up. That means mm -hmm. it's a TMSS console. If it just boots right into the game, it's non-TMSS. Oh, geez, look at this one. It has a different pinout on the back. Oh, there's three different yeah, versions. That's, that's how you know which one, which board it has, and that'll tell you which one has the better sound. So the one that's got a whole bunch of shit on the back, that's the better one. Pardon my non-family friendly language. I hate language. everything. 
I have to go look at which Genesis I have. I think I have a good one, and it's just been mine, so that makes sense. Luckily, they're not too expensive to find. They really aren't, yeah. Um, About 30, 40 bucks to get it's one. A, it's more expensive if you want the good Genesis 2 is what I've found. Yeah, People, but I, I would... Those are more collectible because they are smaller and they look cooler, I guess. I don't know. But if you want like the audio out with stereo... It's nice to have the original one because then they've got a port right on there. Though it's really intended for headphones. <sighs> but if, you then, put a, if you put the Sega CD on it, though, you'll get uh, stereo out through the Sega CD. So I don't have a Sega CD, so if I want stereo out on my Genesis, I have to do the headphone port. Yes. But I think there's also a mod you can do, right? To get good audio yes. stereo out Yes, or the you back. get the retro RGB uh, cables. And you oh, can they do made a cable. Too. Perfect. That's the way yep. to go then. Yeah. So you'll get a component, which is really nice on the Genesis. Now, if you, Genesis is one of the consoles where you go from AV, you know, composite out your your yellow cable, and if you bump that up to to S video or component, the the difference is huge. Whereas if you do it for like a Super Nintendo, yeah, it looks nicer, but it's, it's better, not but as not dramatic. a big deal, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Genesis one is like really muddy and nasty looking on it and uh, composite and there's like night and day with a S video or a component and it's it's really awesome. <laughs> Retro RGP has a whole page devoted to which the best the answer of what's the best Genesis is very complicated. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> So you want the EXT port on the back and high-definition graphics on the top as yep. the best audio. And then find the one that doesn't have TSSM, and they show you how to do that. And, oh, my gosh. Oh. That's if you're a stickler about those things. Now, oh, for the his most CDX. Part, he's showing a CDX that has bad audio. Oh, I hate it. Uh, I don't know. He's the only one that said that. I've had other places say the CDX is good audio chip. And that's the only place I've ever seen that says the CDX doesn't have good audio. And I have one, and it, it sounds good to me. And okay. they were made to be CD portable CD players, so you put well, batteries but that, in them. But it's them not out. an issue of whether or not it can put out good CD audio. It's a m- yeah. matter of which sound chip for the Genesis games does it have. Because uh, that's yeah, a MIDI chip, right? And that's, that's, yeah. that's what can be garbage. Because they have different samples and sound different because they're using that's cheaper true. ones. and. Okay, we're going to get off that topic. So, <laughs> we didn't buy any of that stuff, but it, I did think about buying a Turbo Graphics, Anna, and then I started looking at the prices and walk around the show floor, and I was like, I need a Turbo Duo. That's obviously the way to go. And it was $420 everywhere I looked. And I was like, well, Anna's not going to approve that. So, Do you really want year. a Turbo Duo? If you really want one, I can help look for one, and I can find you one cheaper than that. Um, and I can coordinate with you. I think I'm getting over it. Not buy it for you but like hey i, I found you this deal do you no, want it i wouldn't expect you to buy it for me but i think <laughs> i'm getting over it it was a it was an impulse that i had while i was there it's fun it, it's fun but i'm also i'm also really into compiling and running emulators mm. in theory um mm. that sounds fun to me um from a hobbyist perspective not from a i'm actually going to spend a lot of time playing games i like the idea of making it work so i'm figuring that might that you know, if I do that and boot up a copy of Magical Chase for five minutes, I'm probably going to be fine, and then I can go play a game that I actually need to spend time on, like Nino Cooney or something. 
Oh yeah, don't ever expect to actually get a magical chase though. That's a, so. If you're gonna buy the system, you're like, man, I really wish I had my magical chase. That that's probably not a good. Oh yeah, if I was gonna buy one, I'd buy a Japanese <laughs> one, mm-hmm. and then just only buy games that are import friendly. Uh, a lot of people do that actually. Yeah. Because the, the library is so much better, and most of them, except for the smattering of RPGs that require English from uh, us, that. The library is so much better in in Japan. And so I, I went to Japan in 2009, and um, yeah, I went to Super Potato, and they had a lot of Turbo Graphic systems there. And I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't pick one up then, but I didn't know enough about this, the the console, honestly, and I didn't know what to look for and what was important. And yeah, it's now supposed to be one of the the best shmup consoles. Exactly, a lot of cool shmups on that bad boy. Okay, uh, what are we talking about? Oh, what yeah, we bought? What we bought? Yeah, but and we, we, we bought we and, bought a Vita cable and Dragon Quest Heroes Collector's Edition without the game. Without the game, and we bought an Odin Sphere statue. Ooh. Oh, that's right. We did buy the Odin Sphere statue. Yes, because you knew somebody who was running one of the stores, so we actually got a good deal because. Yeah. That's the only way to get a good deal with that thing is to, <laughs> to know somebody. Yep. Otherwise, you're paying $175 for a copy of Final Fantasy II in box. Yep. Yes, these are actual prices I saw. Yeah. <laughs> or Dragon Quest Warriors in box complete for $195. Or $110 for Dragon Warrior 3, but there's no map. Or if you really want to go crazy, how about a $200 copy of Kemco's greatest hit for the N64, Daikatana? Yes, Kemco published that. We saw one place with copies of Final Fantasy III. A lot of them. A lot of them. (laughs) A lot of them. Yeah, that's gone up a lot lately. It's about $50 a cart now. So here's the picture of that Turbo Duo. if If you've got the screen open, Jonathan. I don't know if you do. Could just send you the link to. I don't the yeah, Twitch. Sorry. Yeah, the Twitch. One Ooh. second. I just screwed everything up. Hold on. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It, it looks pretty close to sealed. That's a very tight crease on the cardboard. So. Yeah, that's definitely the U.S. one. Now, it could even be sealed where it's like where they glue the seal and it's not actually like a, a sticker or something. Sure. So that, that top could be glued down. The only problem I see sometimes people try to sell these things as new. I see it on the, the websites and stuff mm-hmm. that that's like an N64, I believe. It's one of them that, that never was sealed. So you can just open it and take it out and they're like, oh, it's brand new. It's never been opened. How do you know? Yeah, you don't. And then they try to get three times as much for it just because it looks nice inside. So it's one of those, but yeah, that that looks pretty pretty clean. So then I was tempted by these little portable uh, Super Boys from uh, Hyperkin. And they're Anna all right. Out of them. They're I have the original one, the very first one that came out. And yeah, they improved. Sounds kind of eh, yeah, yeah uh, and the. The D pad's a little mushy, but oh. I hear the new ones are a bit better. It's it's pretty cool for what it's, it is. It's though, sixty five dollars for a portable Super Nintendo, and Anna talked me out of it by saying this: Chris, when are you going to play a portable Super Nintendo game? Yeah, and I couldn't come up with a good answer for her. The no. red. Have you seen the Retro Duo Pro? 
It's like uh, the handheld. It's kind of like that, but it does NES and Super Nintendo and has little adapters. No. That one's pretty cool, too. Look at that. Who makes this one? Um, Retro Bit RDP? Or is this different? Yeah, you're going to have to. Oh, okay. I'm finding a link. Yep. I think this is it. Yeah, know. it's a retro bit R- uh, RDP. That's is that it. is that retro much retro. better apparently, or it's some fa- you have fans of that one and you okay. have fans of the other. It's a little bit more uh, expensive, but not much. Um, yeah. The problem is the idea of of putting, especially if you have to put an adapter in there too. You put an adapter and then an NES game. That thing's going to be so unbalanced. <laughs> it is pretty. It, it looks pretty tall. It's kind of goofy, but uh, our own Kelly. Did uh, harass us that she wanted um, a copy of Lunar Silver Star Story for Sega CD, which was going for $150 at the place I found it. Mm. Here's one I thought was funny. Um, I think it was $300 for a copy of Vey. Unless it's sealed, that's ridiculous. Was it 300 like f- or was it 200 It's like a I took the blurry picture, game. I'm not sure. Um <laughs> Yeah, they wanted a lot, and I remember I tried Vey because they ported it to iOS, and that game is garbage. Why would you pay money for that game? <laughs> it's not garbage. It's just very old school grindy. Mm. It didn't. You gotta good. you gotta grind a lot. Right. Speaking of grinding, uh, Jonathan, did you play any games that you grinded in this week? Grinded? Nope. All right, what did you play? I played uh, Land Greaser 2 or Land Greaser 2. What is Land Greaser 2? Remind me. It's War Song 2. But, uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> What's War Song 2? Should I know what that is? It's uh, It was never released over here. But I remember I was playing War Song for the backtrack. I, I don't. I was talking about it. Oh, man. You don't even listen to, I don't listen even to our listen. games. I don't listen. I know. I'm a terrible It's person. the strategy RPG game. So I beat War Song. And then I started playing the sequel, which is Lan Greaser 2. Okay, so they... this is an SRPG then? Yes. Or is it more Ogre battle I don't know what's going no, on. No, it's it's, uh, it's like a mix between like Advance Wars and Dragon Force-ish. Sort the, of... It cuts to a side screen when the battle happens, it looks like. Right, yeah. yep. And your little guys just kind of rush each other. And do it. It's just a, it's a strategy, tactical RPG for the most part. So I'm playing that, and uh, we already did the bad track, but... I got about halfway through so far, and it's to me, it's uh, if you recall listening to my War Song discussions, it's that game, but better in most ways. Do you like it? Yeah, it's it's fun. Have I like, you played I like this Warsong. at all, Anna? What what is it again? <laughs> Speaking Land of not listening, Langrisser, Langrisser two. No. No. Okay, it's a strategy RPG. Yeah, I don't remember liking Langrisser. Oh, okay. So you if you played, Anna, you have to listen to backtrack. Yeah. Well, if you played the, I mean, recent one, the incarnation one, it's garbage. But Langrisser one and Der Langrisser, which is basically a, a a changed version of two, where you can like have multiple paths, and then uh, three is kind of men. Then I hear four and five on the Saturn is pretty good over in Japan. Minky's played all of them and he likes them. So, yeah, I think the problem is, is I may have only played the ones that came out in... I would have only played the ones that came out in English. 
Yeah, that would have been just Warsong. And then up until recently, it was Incarnation. Uh, Langrisser 2 and Der Langrisser were... Uh, oh, so you uh, played Warsong, Anna, on the Genesis? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember loving this. Okay. I remember liking Shining Force better. Shining Force is better. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Confirmed. Shining Force is better, but that doesn't make this bad. It's just not okay. as good. Okay. Uh, it, I, I could tell this isn't the game. I really like the animations fight. of the horse yeah, guys fighting really the archers. <laughs> My wife loved it when the uh, the mermaids were attacking. Uh, oh, here we go. Mermaids. Flip, 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 flip. Oh, they didn't do well. Don't use our mermaids against archers. No, that's the problem. Mermaids yeah. suck. Oh, <laughs> just in general. Okay. Well, they're good in the water only. I, okay. I guess that makes sense. Isn't but, there like but... no water in the game? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mermaids suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's mermaids versus archers, and they still suck. <laughs> <laughs> the archer is literally standing on top of water. <laughs> so, yeah, you're watching the first battle there in Warsong. Hmm. And it's actually a pretty good first battle. It kind of throws you right in. But it, it's a fun game. Uh, if you like strategy RPGs, it, it's unique in a lot of the way and how you have your commander and you, you get their little troops with them and they they fight for your commander, give them experience. Uh, the battles can take a long time in this one because you have to, as you see, watch every unit move and every unit attack. And But it can get pretty hard and... Uh, what makes it more tough is there's a, basically a set amount of XP you can get in the game. There's no random battles. There's no extra enemies. So if you don't kill all the enemies or you kill a commander before you kill all the, his little minions, that then you gimp yourself of XP. So there, if you're not careful, you could really make an underpowered unit and you won't be good enough at the end of the game. Mm. Oops. Yeah. And so... I'm playing Is two, there permadeath two... in this thing? Can you lose your yes. characters? Oh no. These characters, if you lose your commander, they're gone for good. Shit. So uh on the second one though, you can oh, lose a character oh. and they come back. So the second one does that. You only have six character uh, six troops instead of eight in the second one, which makes the battles go by a little quicker. Uh, they've balanced it a little better to where other troops are good at doing things. And, you know, some troops are just totally crap. In, so are in you playing first... this um, with a translation patch or something? I have or... a, a reproduction cart. Okay. With the tra- with the translated uh, um, ROM on it, and I'm playing it on my my actually my CDX. See, the graphics look a little better too. They're a little more chibi looking though. Okay. Um, a little the heads are a little bigger, but it, it's brighter. Yeah, uh, there's more dialogue, so it's. It's one of those sequels where they kind of took the original, made some improvements and everything, or kept it the same. I don't think there's anything actually worse in this sequel. So, so far, it's an overall better game, and I've actually enjoyed it. Like I, I enjoy going back to play it. It's not like a, it felt like a chore to do it for the backtrack or anything. They're fun games. So I've been playing that, and the other thing I've been playing is uh, Crusader Kings Two, which I saw Alex has been playing some of that as well, and. Uh, Oh, and I've played What's it up with everyone off. playing Crusader Kings 2 right now? It's, it's just, they just had a big sale. They had a sale. Okay, I thought like well, maybe you had... all started games back in 1998 and you just go back to them every so often or something. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I do that too. Okay. But <laughs> no, uh, they had a, well, one, they had like a free weekend where they're actually giving it away on Steam for a full day for free, the, the, the base game. 
and then they just had a, a big sale on all the DLC. So I went and bought a few DLC packs that I had gotten behind on and play. So this is one of those where a lot of times it's sitting around and waiting for stuff to happen in a way. But you you have your ruler and you it's a lot of it's like medieval politics type stuff running your uh, your country, your your uh, duchy or whatever you want to, you know, whatever I like to, I like to call it dookie. Yeah, <laughs> it's not correct. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they backstab you. Weird things can happen. Your kids try to kill you. Uh, your brothers, you know, rebel against you. So try it's to a take suburban simulator. Away. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, incest occurs, all kind of weird stuff. You'll end up like they'll try to, hey, marry your cousin. OK. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, though, though. This is like one of those how the ho- how a horse became the pope story. Well, that was it? from a bug, and then exploiting that. Okay. <laughs> but there's some really crazy, goofy stuff that can go on during this. Uh, so it's kind of like stuff just pops up, and then. But you also, you know, you try to rule well and uh, keep your vassals happy with you, so they won't rebel against you, or or you can. You know, to me, I, I depending on the character, like if it's my, my one of my next sons that takes over for me when you die, like some lady came, I had this really awesome ruler, had really good skills, and I was doing well, and then uh, some lady came by and like challenged me to this game of chess, and she assassinated me. I lost my guy. Then I started off as this crappy son, who, and they have traits like they're wroth, or they're greedy, or they're gluttonous, or they're lazy, that kind of stuff, and they have different modifiers. So depending on some of those, I'll, I'll sometimes try to role-play him. So this guy looks like he's going to be like a, a little bastard, and so I'll make him actually do kind of mean stuff, you know, and be kind of a, a, a jerk. And then sometimes I'll, okay, then this guy, oh, this guy looks nice, so he'll be a, a nice benevolent ruler, and then make those kind of decisions. And so, you know, that... It makes it more fun, I guess, to, or it makes it, it breaks things up, makes it interesting to me, and it kind of creates its own little storyline. You are uh, dedicated to this. <laughs> and then do you take this save forward into another game, or is this the end point? I forget. No, it, well, it kind of keeps going and going until a certain year. Yeah. Or if you, your line dies. So if you, it's basically, when, when the Renaissance starts, basically, because yeah. that's when feudal. feudal but like you can take Government your save forward time. into the next one, right? Or is that not the? This is yeah, it. you can. This is the next is... one. Okay. No, the next one is um, Europa Universalis. Oh uh, yeah. Oh okay. That's that's the one you can transfer a save file, but like, so the gameplay starts being different. You're sort of less a person, the more the actual country itself. Uh, okay. So yeah, this it's a. Uh, or to me, if something goes bad, or I just get bored with it, I just start a new one. All right, let's see what I'm going to do here. One time I started as like a little, uh, some, or it was maybe a duke in England, so it was kind of tougher, and I tried to take over England and take, you know, become king. And sometimes you can start as like a, you know, the Holy Roman Emperor with a whole bunch of territories, and which is usually easier because you have more military might, but then as you own all of these provinces, they, they're much more likely to section off and rebel from you. And you, you're very limited sometimes on how your vassals and your dukes. So how do you take over uh, the world in this game? Is that even possible? I've never, taken over, I've never taken over the world. You can do it. It's sort of a combination of politics and invading. Yeah. I've gotten 
fairly large size empire is probably maybe close to the Holy Roman Empire uh, territory you showed on the screen right now, mm-hmm. but not quite that big. That's about as big as I've gotten. And I've taken over one, the one I ended up taking over all of England, Scotland, and Ireland, and then took about half of France. And that's about as far as I got in that one, too. But then, as you said, you start getting big, it starts being that much harder to keep everything together, especially when you die and your sons come in. And then you say you had four sons, and now they're all fighting over the land, which I guess is somewhat that's why you got to get rid history. of the get rid of the bad kids before. Yeah, yep. yeah. Well, well, part of it is the game actively yeah discourages nations that sort of go beyond what they generally would be. So if you invade half of say Italy, then you'll get loads of Italian people trying to claim it back and make it Italy again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, make Italy Italian again. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Ah, <laughs> uh, so Alex, you've been playing Crusader Kings two as well. Yeah, well, I think I started a new game since the last time I played, in which I'm sort of currently in Aquitaine, which is South France. But yeah, I've been expanding on that. I did find a new favorite event chain though, which I saw. Which was when I, I think it's, it's one of the ones that come comes up when you um, you've got goals you can do. I think mine was um, getting more knowledge. So I basically ended up getting an event chain where I was a free Da Vinci, Da Vinci, and tried to invent a flying machine. Yeah, that doesn't work. I saw that. Nice. It didn't go. It didn't go so well, and it got no, a um, blackhead um, of reference in the process. Everybody fell down, went boom. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. That's funny. Hey, I forgot to mention, I'm doing the... Yeah, uh, bonus black had a reference in there as well. <laughs> I'm the king of Bohemia <laughs> in mine. Of Bohemia? Yeah, I'm making Bohemia, Bohemia superpowers, taking over Poland and parts of Germany. Yeah, Bohemia is around the Czech Republic. Yeah, so Central Europe. I'm, I'm familiar where it is because I have a friend that is Czech. But that's kind of amazing. Some of the weird stuff, like when you're playing it, it doesn't seem, but you can tell, let's say you're telling someone what happened. Well, I did this, and then my son took over, and then his uncle tried to kill him. Sounds like Lion King or something. (laughs) I think that is the Lion King you're thinking of. Yep. Yeah. All right, what else did you play, Alex? Uh, I finished off... We got Regalia with Metamonics on the console. Any good? How is it? Because I was thinking about getting it and I'm on the fence. I think you would like it, Anna. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it, I don't find it great in the end. I got a bit tired of the gameplay because it got a bit, a bit stale because there's a lot of repeating what you're doing. Watching that. But in, in general, I really like that the, the cast is great and the humor's really entertaining, which is helped by some really nice voice acting as well. And I really like how the visuals work. The things like that is just, I'm less of a fan of tactical games than others might be. So it might be more up your alley just in terms of how the combat works. But there's just a few times when it's not, it's a bit generic in how all the battles are. There's no real connection between the story and what you're doing. Chris, are you threatening me with a pot? That seems mean. No, I'm not. I'm not. There's, 
something you only understand if you watch us live at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. But, uh... Ooh, fuck. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you, Alex. Anyway, yeah, I think the problem is the kingdom building's a bit superficial. There's not too much you end up doing. A lot of it is just venturing out and then doing stuff like going through dungeons, doing the choose your own adventure sections, which is probably the most entertaining part of the game. I do like all of those, though. They're a lot of fun. There's a couple of issues with the... I think they should are probably specific to the console version in that the UI is a bit... Muddled? A bit confusing A bit confusing at times, and a lot of times the font size can be really small in certain sections. It's, I mean, it's, it's clearly been designed as a game first for people playing on monitor. Eek. Okay. Yeah. A couple of the controls are a bit awkward as well, though. I think they fixed the one that annoyed me the most, where on the save load screen, load was always the X button, and there was no, eh? there was no confirmation prompt either. Uh... Yeah, that that annoyed me a few times. That <laughs> so they they've been patching it. I know they fixed that one, so okay, they are updating it. I'll just have to keep that in mind. What console did you play it on, Alex? PS4. PS4. Okay. Is it on Switch yet? Yes. 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 I think, I think it was coming week out or last, last week. Right? Last yeah. week, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but on the whole, on the whole, it's generally enjoyable. I think it's about twenty-five hours or so. So I think worth worth playing, especially if you're a fan of tactical RPGs. It's got a neat difficulty setting because you can basically adjust the balancing on the fly. So if you're getting annoyed by a battle, you can just Abuse that and move on. I have it on PC. I just haven't gotten around to playing it because it looks fun. I like the art style and stuff. Yeah, it's not bad. I was enjoying it for a bit. I don't remember why I got distracted and stopped playing it. Because there's 8 million new games that come out every week, especially on Well, not PC. this year. That's probably why. I don't know about this year. Well, that was last year, Anna. PC games haven't stopped. Oh, I forgot to mention new games. Battletech comes out on Tuesday, and I'm so excited. Yeah, we will we will be plugging that later. So, ooh, nice. I backed it, so it's on my radar. Yeah, me too. All it's right, excited. But it's also the year of everything being released on um, on Switch all over again. That's true. It's the HD remake on Switch. Whatever that means, I don't know. I just made that up. Alex, you played Yakuza Six. I've- Started Jack, he's a six. Started. Okay. Best dad or best dad? Oh, uh, he's not he's not got to the point of being dad yet. <laughs> oh my bad. Although, although the, well the kid well, it's fairly obvious that happens and the kid appeared briefly in the I think the in media res opening section. Mm-hmm. Don't shake but, the yeah, baby, I'm, I'm, okay? Don't shake the okay. baby. Don't shake the baby. Don't shake the baby. Yeah. Please don't, I'm still shake the baby. don't shake the baby. <laughs> Yeah. I'm still only at the sort of very first point, and I got distracted playing darts, which I understand you're supposed the sort of thing you're supposed to do in Yakuza games. Yes, <laughs> getting distracted in general is the sort of thing you're supposed to do in a Yakuza. You game. got distracted by the darts. Sure, well, that's just the first thing I found. Very appropriate. <laughs> Pascal, what you been playing, man? Uh, the, the better story is what haven't I been playing because I really haven't played much. It's, it's, it's just right. been, yeah. We it's know been, the feeling. Uh, it's been very busy, and also I don't want to uh, keep chewing over the same um, material every time. So, 
and, and all I really have to contribute is the Alliance Alive. And I know we've already kind of talked it to death in the last couple of episodes. But Anna still hasn't started playing it. So. I haven't. I know, and everybody else is, is, is kind of giving it, you know, uh, favorable uh, reviews from, from the staff that's played it. But I'm going to tell you, probably don't worry about it. Ah. So here's what I can share, uh, and the reason why I'm, you know, I haven't really played anything else other than just being busy. Um, I've spent the last uh, probably like all of this week, or at least the majority of it, um, in grinding hell, oh. and and not as in just grinding for the sake of it, because um, I, I really don't mind grinding in, in an RPG. But this is the uh, the really uh, terrible design choice of having the last. Um, the last dungeon uh, sealed off from the rest of the game, as in if you go to it, you can't return. Uh-oh. And um, the game, for with, with just a very, very few exceptions, has, has pretty much been a pushover up until that point. And, and then you, so you went you would, there and you got <laughs> your butt handed to you, didn't you? So it's just, there's so many different things, yeah, that kind of um, come into play, such as um, it combat is so easy for most of the game that you're never really encouraged to learn uh, the like the intricate parts of the combat system uh, which would really help to kind of prepare you for the final dungeon but there's just not really much of a reason to ever spend time to understand them uh, up to that point and then once you finally <laughs> once you finally forced to do it you can't go back and and try to level up with them and um, properly prepare so you think that normally if, if you're if you're flying through bosses that um, leading up to the final dungeon that you're ready for it. So when that, the warning message comes up on the screen saying, you know, once you go, you can't come back. It's uh, okay. Well, that's fine. You know, I've, I've encountered no challenge up to this point. Why should I be worried? And then you get to the final dungeon and your, uh, of course your, your save file now will not uh, let you go back. And uh, it's, it's really, really frustrating. Like, Basic, um, basic enemies will just Did tear you Did you not apart save in, in a seconds. new file? Um, no. Or are so, you kidding me? So you ruined uh, your save file? I well, okay. So I haven't ruined it yet. That's uh, and I'm getting to that, but it's it's just been really frustrating to try to find a workaround. Um, there's uh there's the basic save file, and then you can also uh, quick save, which automatically saves to a separate location. But by the time I was in um, in the the final dungeon, well, so okay, so here's the other thing of it: you um, you can avoid basic battles uh, in a dungeon. You can, for the most part, run around enemies. Or if you do get into battle, you can usually escape from it. So I did that and got to the first boss of the dungeon. And again, it was it was super simple. Um, I mean, I think I finished him in like three rounds with minimal damage. So. You know, again, I'm assuming. Um, all right, so the the enemies were slightly harder, but the boss just continues to be very easy. And then it gives you another um, another moment to save right after this. So this is the the moment now leading into the final boss of the game, and it gives you that that warning again. You can't return, and um, and the final boss is just such a spike in difficulty. It's very it's it's very unfair if you haven't done all the right steps up to that point. Um, but the uh, the other things you miss out on is if you haven't uh, recruited certain members to your party before entering the final dungeon, um, obviously you won't be able to anymore. Um, there's also 
And as somebody mentioned it a few weeks ago, it's uh, after a certain point, you can recruit just ordinary citizens to uh, to staff like the, the five in-game guilds. And as you recruit people to, to join the guilds, they level up and give you access to better abilities, better items, and things like things of that nature. Um, and I, I have them all, I have all the guilds leveled up to a certain point, but then I kind of felt like I wanted to get on with the game. So wherever, wherever it was is where it stopped. And now I can't go back and try to upgrade those either. Um, and I know some of it's just because I, you know, I did all, I stick, I did stick to the, the single, um, save file, but there just was never a reason not to. And who knew that the game was going to change its tune for the final dungeon. So, so what I've been doing for the last, um, you know, week is I've been trying to uh, level my my people as as best as I can. And there is no traditional leveling, and you know we've talked about that too. But you do unlock um, new combat abilities, and occasionally you get a bump up in like HP and stuff like that after now, completing. Are you remembering to lock down the skills that you aren't using? How do you mean? So one of the things that I was reading about this in a review is one of the things that you need to do is um, because everybody can learn these all like huge, huge, huge amounts of skills. Yeah. One of the things that you need to do is as they start to learn more and more skills, what you realistically want to do is you want to lock away the skills on the character on characters that you're not actually using and that gives them benefits. Well, I don't. I guess I'm not understanding what lock away means. This isn't. I don't, I don't know because like none that. of the reviews explain it well. All they do is they say that you can seal skills, and that is extremely beneficial to characters. So you should probably look into that. So I've been playing for over 30 hours now. I'm somewhere in the 30s. I got into the final dungeon somewhere in the 20s. I'm now in the 30s. And this sounds like something I've never seen. <laughs> so that, and again, that, so that does sound like another thing where, you know, I'm, I'm simply not prepared. And part of it's probably I didn't, I didn't do the research I needed to in the game to prepare myself. But the other part of me wants to say, why, why am I, why have I not seen that after 30 hours of gameplay if it's so important? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Um, that sounds very frustrating. Have and you so, researched the spell guild? Um, uh, I've upgraded my guilds, if that's what you mean. Uh, um, I don't know what, what the maximum level is. I think most of my guilds are between level four and five, I want to say. And I think it goes up to at least seven. I don't, I'm just trying um, to look up how to do this. And... <laughs> and um, so I don't know. I'm just very frustrated by by just some of those decisions near the end of the game. I I just dislike in general, and especially now in this game, um, when your 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 path back is blocked, and whether you know whether I have one save file or or more than one, I just I, there's no reason why I, it it can't be. You have an airship, and the airship works, but it won't let you use it to return to any of the places you've been. Um, at the end, of course, you know, up until then, you can. Um, so, yeah, so I've just been uh, trying to incrementally um, make my my characters just, like, a little bit stronger, a little bit stronger. And every hour or two, I go back and, and retry the boss of the game. And I have noticed that I'm making progress in it. So, finally, now, at the end of the game, I'm, I'm, I'm learning how the... <laughs> 
the combat system works best and what to do and what not to do. But it, I really don't feel like it should have taken this to to make me um, learn it. And then, of course, by uh, the result is it, it is no fun at all at this point. Whether I know how the combat system works or not, it's just it's just an exercise in frustration. So that's my my gaming for the week. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know, Anna. I'm trying to find this seal skill ceiling. I don't see any any of it. Okay. Yeah, putting, and I've you done have to that put too. characters into slots. That's a thing, but I don't see anything about changing their skills like that. Okay. I read it in a couple different reviews. I've gone online and and done some research also. I haven't read any reviews, um, but I've I've looked up. I haven't found a ton of other stuff, to be honest, but maybe I'm not looking in the right places. I swear I'm not crazy. I think you're crazy. Eh. But at the point where my game is, anything that requires going back and recruiting this person or learning that um, technique from some you know, random enemy or whatever. I can't do that stuff anyway. I'm I'm very limited to what I can and can't do at this point. Sure. I think I'll get there. I mean, I'm I haven't spent this long on it just to now stop right before the end. But it isn't the way that I, I feel like the game should have to be finished. And some people will get into that same situation. So it's you know whether whether the choice is to do uh, just hours of grinding um, at the end that isn't any fun. Or to start a thirty-hour save file over again. Those are, you know, what's what's the best choice here? Neither one, really. <laughs> Fair enough. Sorry, can't be can't be any more positive. Oh well, I've been playing games, Anna. You've been playing games. I finished a game. We finished a game. We finished a game. We finished Nino Kuni 2. All done. The ending was sad. Yeah, the ending was not sad, but like emotional, I guess. I didn't like the ending. I think Anna liked it more than me. Yes, I did. <laughs> but uh, not talking about the ending here, but we finished that game. And man, all that kingdom building we did, and it didn't really matter much for the rest of the game, but we had fun building that kingdom. I had fun. Yeah. It's a thing. Uh, Nino Kuni 2. How do we sum that up? We went around. We killed a lot of monsters on the map to get experience. We have these fun little mock strategy RTS fights. And then we have a lot of kingdom building, which involves spending money, waiting to get more money, spending money, waiting to get more money, um, which makes your characters stronger and your magic skills stronger and stuff like that. We collected a lot of materials through dungeons to level all that stuff up. So there's a lot of simulation aspects as far as collecting and leveling and stuff. Uh, and then, of course, you have the game itself, which is a, a narrative JRPG, which is cool. Um, action-based uh, combat system, um, a la your Tales-type games and, and whatnot, except um, your skills and stuff, are, it's very much action. Like, uh, you have to dodge a lot, and you have uh, skills that you charge up MP by smacking the monster, and then you cast those spells back that you uh, you cast spells that you have equipped on your character. You can change your loadouts and stuff like that um, between battles. Um, so what you end up wanting to do is level up those those magic skills in your town so that they're stronger, um, and level up uh, how you know quickly uh, and build better equipment that has things like hey you get more MP back faster while you're smacking monsters and stuff like that. 
Um, but really, all it kind of comes down to is just getting enough experience to level your characters up and then you can survive the fights better and, and kill things faster. Um, except for what we did is we kind of like um, maxed out our Higglies and the Higglies are little little uh, elemental guys that join you on the field and so you collect those throughout the game in, in numerous ways. You get some um, in your town building. Uh, you unlock the ability to make them and you, you literally bake them in a kettle and then they jump out and then you um, you level them up. Um, or you find them in dungeons. And so we did all that. We collected all the Higglies. We had to get a guide to find them in the dungeons because there's so many to find. Um, and then we looked through all the Higglies and said, oh, that looks useful. That looks like I could cheese enemies with it. Oh, that looks useful. And so we equipped a good lo- loadout of Higglies and then went and destroyed the last boss. Um, game's pretty easy. So you're going to do a lot of work in your town and stuff that doesn't matter that much for getting through the story, but does matter a lot if you want to kill all the optional bosses and like the last um, optional faraway door dungeon thing. Um, faraway forest, excuse me. Um, and so that's where we are. So we're at the... The game has kind of a weird post game where, okay, we're going to put you back to right before the last boss and then you can do whatever you want. We've unlocked a few more quests and you can upgrade your kingdom one more level because we know you enjoy leveling up your kingdom. So we did that, right, Anna? Yep. Um, and... You know, we spent some time. Okay, I got even more Higglies. I've got. I'm leveling up my armor and weapons, and now I'm at the point where the only materials I can get can't come from my kingdom, but I have to go farm them in this optional end game dungeon. And um, yeah, that's it. It's just all about getting more equipment and stuff to make it easier to get through this optional end game dungeon. And it either goes from impossible to kill things in to way easy and you don't even have to think about getting through it. Um, so it's like, okay, I can spend time to get it to that point where I don't have to think about getting through it and it's very easy, but why bother? Because there's no more story waiting for me there. It's just a last boss. So like, eh, and it doesn't like unlock the real ending of the game or anything. You already got that. We've already seen that. So it's like, well, I guess all we really care about is making sure that our kingdom is maxed out because that's where we feel a sense of accomplishment. So that's what we did, and now I think we're pretty much done, right, Anna? Or are we going to... Do we care if we finish that last optional dungeon? Mm, I think we're kind of done. I think we're kind of done until DLC comes out. So um, the story was cute, and we, we enjoyed it, and we had fun doing it, and building up the kingdom was addictive. Um, it would be nice if there was more payoff to building up your kingdom or if there was a, eventually a point where like building up your kingdom let you got more regular currency or something like that so you can feel like, ha ha, I'm rich. I'm going to go buy the things from everywhere. Um, you can't do that. So um, I do enjoy those sorts of economic victories in games, but this game doesn't have it. But still, we enjoyed the story. We enjoyed the combat. We enjoyed... The, uh, I actually, I should rephrase that. I enjoyed the combat more than the first game, but I still don't think it's a good combat system. Um, I just, I feel like it's either, it goes from too easy to impossible and it's, it doesn't respect you as much as like the action based combat of a monster hunter does. And it doesn't, when you're dodging and stuff, like the way that the system works out and the way the enemies are designed, it's like, well, I'm doing everything right as far as the inputs you've given me, but this like literally isn't something I can do you're still killing me and it's like well okay so me playing better doesn't make me able to kill monsters me over leveling is what makes me kill monsters and so what's the point of that or i can do these protracted long stay out of range strategies where i'm just burning through items to get through fights that are above my level and it's not really fun or satisfying 
But that said, it was still fun enough, and we enjoyed when you do get those levels. It was fun to go through. Um, we enjoyed this. Uh, we enjoyed the story. We enjoyed the the artwork, um, the voice acting, some of the side quests, uh, pretty good. Um, everything had a good attitude to it, wouldn't you say, Anna? Yes. It's cheerful, enjoyable to be in. Yes. So, fun to be in, immersed in. So, overall, good game. Um, could use some work in the in the end game stuff, and I'm interested to see what that DLC is going to end up being. So. Um, I do think that uh, that blue-haired kid, Anna, is going to factor into the DLC somehow. That, that's the going theory. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't explain more on that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Um, yeah, Nino Kuni 2. That's uh, that's game. We did it. We We did it, Anna. Yay. You have um, to find a new game to play. Today. I do have to find a new game to play. So what I did is um, <laughs> I started playing some World of Warcraft. Um, but I had talked about that last week, too. So still dabbling around with that. And that's always nice to go back to. But um, I did have to give up. Or I didn't give up. I, I did have to say I need a different. I need to do something else. And so here's what came to mind. In a month, Pillars of Eternity 2 comes out, right? Which is a PC style mm. RPG. And yep. I do like those. But I never finished Pillars of Eternity 1. So I'm like, well, I should go back and finish Pillars of Eternity 1. And then I realized, but wait, I have another PC-style RPG that I'm close to finishing that I didn't finish that I really should get through before I start distracting myself with Pillars of Eternity 1, and that's Divinity Original Sin 2. So I've reinstalled Divinity Original Sin 2, and I spent an hour going around last night trying to figure out what the heck am I doing doing in that game? What am I doing? Where am I? What am I doing? I saw you on Steam. And, I, and then I realized, oh, yeah, this combat's cool. And I was blowing up oil monsters and stuff and realizing that I've, I've built myself quite a team in that game. But I also have to remember what I was doing and all the loose threads. So, um, yeah, I think I might go back uh, into Divinity Original Sin 2 and work on finishing that. Um, even though I know that both you and Kelly would tell me, Anna, that uh, I should be finishing Xeno, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. <sighs> Play your Switch. I know. <laughs> Played Divinity. Uh, see, thank you. The, there we go. I'm on the other shoulder. Yep. Play both. Play both. Play your Switch. <sighs> so there I am. Um, really, what I got to do is figure out how to do podcast hosting on the new RP Gamer site. Um, <laughs> that's that's my actual task. That'll take a while. Um. All right, Anna. What did you play? Um, I played... Everything? No. You finished seven games? No. It's been two weeks. I know. It's possible. Yeah. I'm so boring. I finished Ease Memories of Salsada, like, a couple hours after last podcast. Um, and then I have played one game. One game? One game. One game? One game. Collar Cross Malice. Yes. Okay. Alex... That yeah. game was really good. I told you. Oh, it was so good. It's huge. It's just a visual novel, isn't it? Yeah, you but it's You just played good. through an anime, basically. It's Ooh. good. No, but it's really cool. So how do I explain the premise of this game? There's you... a collar. Yeah. There's some malice. <laughs> yeah. That is, that is accurate. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. 
<laughs> Those two come together and you have collar cross malice. Perfect. Done. Yeah. Explained. Um, so you play a rookie cop um, that gets a collar full of poison placed on them. Um, Convenient. By a cult called Adonis. And Adonis is attempting to bring about X day. Um, and so you mean cross day? No, X day. Chi day. X day. <laughs> okay. All right. X day. All right. And so, um, when you start the game, you kind of go through a common chapter and depending upon your answer, you get dumped into one of three guys, um, storylines. And then from there, you can choose a different answer and do one of four guys' storylines. Um, there's no required order. Um, there is sort of a fuzzy logical order. Um, and I don't know which order you did them in, Alex. Um, yeah, I can't remember the names offhand, but... Yeah, um, the order the order doesn't really so matter. So you do them all. You, get, you learn more about the story. Yeah, yeah you get they, references to other routes in. Yeah, some they all cross reference each other, and then you unlock a real route or something. Yeah, or the and final you, route. Yeah, the so final route, once yeah. you've done all four, you unlock a fifth route, and the fifth route heavily relies on you remembering stuff from all of the other four routes. So you do have to actually pay attention. Because you're going to get, what like, system is it? Vita. And oh. I want to say PS4? I think it might be Vita only. Let's no, see. I'm not sure. But basically, yeah, you're basically investigating a load of gruesome murders, basically. And yeah, each of the routes does gives a ending but as I said it's not really a true ending because you don't really solve yeah, you're right it is Vita only yeah but you don't really solve the case in the regular endings you well the the, the full case you solve a case in the regular two endings. cases two cases so in each of the regular routes you solve two of the so, oh, yes, nine murders two of the eight murders And yes. so, um, yeah, it isn't until the fifth route that you actually kind of really sort of reveal the full story. Because you don't even figure out until the fifth route who put the damn collar on you. Spoilers. That's not a spoiler. It's, it's quite obvious someone puts a collar on you. Yeah spoilers someone puts a collar on you that happens in the first two minutes of the game it's a spoiler for my cat he didn't know someone's gonna put a collar on him <laughs> simon is very upset about this and so it's interesting because um it kind of has that sort of gray area morality to it so the main character sort of has her ideal of justice and sort of you're exploring each of the guys' versions of justice. And so some of 
them have a very black and white sense of justice and some of them have a really warped sense of justice and some of them are like you know my justice is whatever the hell I feel like at the time and so it's really interesting to sort of see what justice everybody's perspective of justice in the game is a little bit different and how it clashes with the main character's sort of sense of justice so it's cool yeah, and it's huge. I can't believe how long it took me to finish that game. Not that I didn't enjoy it. I was just shocked how long of a game it was because I generally think of visual novel games as really short. Yeah, I mean, the thing about it is, yeah, a lot of the visual novels is you can play one route and then be done with it, but this is really good at encouraging you to go through all the other routes. Yeah, I, I was like, I can't be done with this game after one route. Particularly yeah. since I started with Enomoto, who was like young and kind of immature, and so I got very uh, a very surface level of what was going on. Whereas I then went and I actually left Shirai She's story for last um, because his story is super complicated um, and has a lot of twists and turns to it. Um, his story is. I would say probably the longest. Um, and it was the fourth out of the five stories that I played. So. He's the guy. He wears cat ears all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's kind of an interesting character. So. Yeah, I really liked that game. It was really good. So that's that's a visual novel done by a company called Otomate. And they so, make Otome games. Yes, so it's com- it's Compo Heart. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, no, I think it's Idea Factory rather than Compo Heart, but yeah, it's one of their subdivisions. But yeah, they specialize in Otome. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I have several other games that are done by Otomate, so I will probably be diving into those in the near yeah. future. Yeah, uh, Axis is like releasing three in the next quarter, which will look pretty. Which will look pretty interesting. So they seem to be a bit more like Colorex Malice in that it's more about the story than just romancing people. Yeah, and that was the thing that impressed me. It's like this game had a huge amount of depth. Although yeah, th- you really don't need to be into automated like this one. You do or don't? You don't. Yes. Yes. I will agree with that. It's the same thing that I liked about Period Cube. Is It's like I didn't feel like I needed to be into like... Um, into like romance novels to be into this. It had like a real story and real like substance to it. So that was cool. Highly recommended. Highly, highly, highly recommended. So, yes, that's all I've been playing for two weeks. It like consumed my gameplay time, other than Nino Kuni 2. Well, let me tell you about something that's going to happen in a week. What's happening in a week? We'll have a new site. Yay! New website's launching next weekend. So. Yay. 
that's all. <laughs> just letting you know. It's next week, just a reminder. So, um, yeah, when the psycho's weird, that's why. And no podcast next week because I think we'll be busy with the psycho. We expect it to go weird. I do expect it to go weird. Yep. And I don't even know if I'll fully have the podcast posting methodology down, but I better have something by then. Well, I'm sure the old method should technically work. But... Yeah, it'll it'll technically work. We just wouldn't have a good index for them on the new site. But... Hey, speaking of Nino Kuni two, what we're giving away Nino Kuni two? Are we? Yes. How's that work? So you go to the website and you click on RP Gamer and Bandai Namco team up team up for Nino Kuni two giveaway. And there are many ways to enter, and you click on them and yeah, this follow is the like one of those web contests I've seen over the past few years. How did we get this? It's really easy. Did somebody do this? Yeah, Mac. Oh, good, good job. You're competing against um, 569 total entries right now. So well, mine says 577. Oh, it's gone up. So I haven't refreshed in a while. Um, entries flying in by the minute, apparently. So it's real easy stuff. It's one of those like. Do the social media things and you get an entry. So, um, yeah, you can go do that. All you need is an email address. And is there were are there conditions? It's uh, U.S. only, right? Yes. U.S. only. Sorry, sorry if you're not that's, U.S. That's not us. That's Bandai, unfortunately. It probably would be us too. <laughs> Contests are so hard. So all you need is an email address and a U.S. home address. Yeah. Yep. And Fair enough. And e- email is just to enter. Actual just to win. <laughs> All right. Uh, we also have a game called Dark Devotion that's been announced. The independent publisher, the Arcade Crew, and developer Hibernary, Hibernian Workshop, they announced the RPG Dark Devotion. It's an action RPG, and it's going to be out later this year. It was funded through Kickstarter in 2017. And it's a uh, pixely art style, real dark looking thing where you're, I don't know, there's a lot of killing of things in a dungeon and sewers and stuff like that. So go check out the trailer, see if it's for you, and uh, set up your pre-orders appropriate, I guess. Have this, we gone through all possible names for games, you think? Dark Devotion, that's pretty, yeah, we're getting down there. Just saying, <laughs> yeah. it's hard, it gets hard to tell them apart. I think you're right. Uh, in the uh, tradition of re-releasing stuff on Switch, uh, disca- uh, well, actually, no, we already did this one. That's on a Switch. tradition. Yeah, it's a, it's a tradition. We it's very it. recent. Yeah, in the tradition of re-releasing stuff that's already been released, um, <laughs> Disgaea Five Complete is coming to PC. No. Good. People are seem to be excited for it. Yep. Um, there's also a Disgaea One remake. That got announced for PS4 and Switch. That's what people are excited about. And week. it's coming to Disgaea Japan, North America, in Japan. and Europe. Yeah. Here it's going to be called... Disgaea 1 Complete. Disgaea 1 Complete. What all's being changed on it or remade? Or is it just uh, upscale? Um, Great questions. Stuff. I don't know the answer to. Are these listed? Um, it's come... Uh, mm, no. It doesn't say... They haven't really said anything. Yeah, so. they haven't yeah. said anything. Here's what I do know. Here's what I'll, t- I'll tell you what I do know. It's coming to Switch and PS4. You can pre-order a collector's edition right now, which we've already done. Uh, it's ninety nine ninety nine. Hundred dollars 
hundred dollars, and what you get is the official soundtrack. It looks like a one disc soundtrack. You get the hardcover, a hardcover art book. If it's like the old hardcover art book, it's also a strategy guide. But I don't know if it's the same as the old disguise art books or not. But you get a hardcover art book, whatever that means. Nine enamel pins. Uh, we misspelled it here, but you can um, go see it on NIS America site. Um, an orthodox printy coaster set. I don't know what orthodox means in this context, but it's like the three colors of printies that are associated with Disguise 1. There's a green one, a red one, and a blue one, and you know who those are if you've played the game. There's there's a mouse pad, Anna. You know yes. how like anime games like to do boob mouse pads because guys are disgusting and have nothing better to do when they're thinking up of game items? Um, they're this called- is a flat... Mouse pad. Yeah, they're referred to as opai in in Japan because they opai is the Japanese word for boobs or something like that. This is a no pie mouse pad, and it's making fun of the <laughs> ongoing joke that Etna has flat breasts, which is itself something that we really shouldn't be encouraging joking about any further. But hey, um, this is the no pie Etna flat mouse pad. It has no bumps whatsoever, and um, it is completely flat. I so want it. it's actually a usable mouse pad in that regard. So that's one bonus and uh it should be much more safe for work <laughs> it'd go really well next to my uh record of agorist war boob mouse pad that thing had huge bumps <laughs> you get two posters in there they're both tear resistant uh two different pieces of artwork on each you get a plushie that's a printy and it's, it's a, a cube. cube i don't know what that's a reference to at all but you get the pretty cube plush uh, you get a certificate of authenticity, huh? And a collector's box that it comes in. So, Anna really wants the plushie, so that's why we're pre-ordering it. Yay! Um, she can finally play to Sky One on Switch. I hope, maybe. I don't know if you're going to do that, Anna. But... Yeah. Okay. Whew. Wild Arms is getting a mobile reboot. Yay! No one's cheering. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, Wild Arms Million Memories. It's a mobile reboot. It'll be uh, there's also going to be an Ark the Lad released in Japan this year. Uh, both of, all we know is this is J- uh, Japanese news for now. It'll be iOS and Android. They've got a teaser website. Uh, there's a theme song sung by Rin Ak- Akatsuki, and uh, yeah, that is all I know. I like Ark the Lad, but I don't want an Ark the Lad mobile game. But what about yeah, a Wild Arms say, mobile game? I like both games, but it's it's <laughs> it's released in Japan. It's a re-release. It's on mobile. That kind of takes. They haven't some had a Wild Arms for ten years, so you know. Yeah. But you said it's a reboot. So what, what is it? The it's a remake of the first one, or a reboot? Could, it's a whole new game and not referencing should, the old ones, right? <laughs> well, I think it's probably revival rather than reboot. I think characters from previous centuries appear. So. Thunder stolen. Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Ease eight finally hitting PC in April sixteenth, so it's out now, right? Um, so that finally happened. That is the NIS America release of Ease eight for PC that they delayed for forever. And uh, if you get uh, if you bought it in that first week, which I guess you still have a couple days left on, you get some uh, an Adventure Essentials DLC, including some armor and clothing, a digital mini art book, soundtrack sampler, and a costume for someone. 
Moonlighter. That's a game we saw at PAX last year, Anna, right? Yeah, we liked it. Yeah, we played some of it, and uh, it looked cool. It's a, it's a, You do dungeon crawling at night, and you manage a shop during the day, and you know how we like our little shop simulation games. Um, so this is hitting, finally has a date for May 29th. It'll be out for 20 bucks on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. There'll be a limited physical release and a limited signature edition that comes with a medallion, a poster, and a squishy jelly monster. Ooh. Uh, but those availability of the physical editions will be um, later. They they haven't announced a date where you can get those yet. Um, there's going to be a Switch release, Anna. Just no date yet for it. So you might want to keep holding off for the Switch version. Okay. But uh, yeah, during the day you manage store. During night you go dungeon crawling. Get in your pre-orders now if you're interested in that. Mercenary Sagas is getting a physical release. We've known that for a while. Um, it is going to be in the summer. I'm sorry. We've sorry. What we've known for a while is it's going to come to the Switch called Mercenary Saga Chronicles. What we know now is it's going to have a physical release thanks to PM Studios and Actil um, getting together to make that happen. Uh, we don't know when the physical release will come, just sometime in the summer. And you excited for Mercenary Sagas on the Switch, Anna? Um, it's already out. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so Goodbye. you haven't played it. All right, so there's physical edition coming, so that's not as exciting. Here's something you are excited about, Anna. Etrian Odyssey 10. No, X. No, Cross. Oh. This one, it is Cross. <laughs> yeah, it's Cross. It's, it's, it even says Cross in the logo. <laughs> Etrian Odyssey Cross, and yes, he's right. The subtitle for the game is Cross. So it's Etrian Odyssey X Cross, or Cross X, or Cross Cross, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Or Cross Kai, or Kai Cross, or Kai X. I give up. I don't know anymore. Uh, this is kind of like, here's another Etrian It's a new Etrian Odyssey game, but as far as the classes and stuff, we're going to just throw in all the stuff from the other games. So all the class, all 19 classes, or all 18 classes from the previous games, and a new class called the Hero Class. And it looks like there's some DLC for costumes and stuff that, that they've announced, and who knows. But uh, we only know Jap- Japan only for now, right? It's going to come here. Uh, I'm sure it will. Etrian Odyssey Cross. What do you think it'll be called here? Just Cross? Or they rename it? I don't know. If you don't remember all the Etrian Odyssey classes, let me remind you. Paladin, Bushido, Medic, Ranger, Gunner, War Magus, Highlander, Prince slash Princess, Shogun, Zodiac, Shinobi, Farmer, Landschnecht, (laughs) Nightseeker, Arcanist, Imperial, Pugilist, Harbinger, and finally the new one, Hero. I thought it was Harbinger. Harbinger, Harbinger, does it matter? <laughs> yes. Harbinger. Uh, cross. Har- Harcrosser. So, there you go. Pillars of Eternity 2 has got something weird going on. Okay, so there's these voice actors, or at least a voice actor, who DMs this game on uh, this Dungeons and Dragons game. They stream it on Twitch as part of the Geek and Sundry channel. Um, or is it on YouTube? Yeah. I can't remember. It's part yeah, of the Geek uh, and Sundry thing. So Matt Mercer, yeah. you know the dude who says, it's high noon, that dude. He's DMing a game. I think it's all voice actors in this game. I can't Yeah, remember. it's all voice actors. Uh, the cat, the cat, their first um, season of this, uh, their show is called Critical Role. Um their first season of D&D was called Vox Machina, which I guess makes sense if they're all voice actors. Um, so all the people from that are providing voices and, and 
and character portraits that will show up in Pillars of Eternity 2 that you can do. So they've uh, they've provided voices so that you know, if you create those characters using those voice models and stuff, you can they're in the game. So that's kind of a cool little crossover. And uh, yeah, so that'll be free DLC when the game launches. I guess all the people at Pillars of Eternity 2 Studio, or which is Obsidian, I guess they like watching Critical Role or something. So neat. There's also a scavenger hunt. Did you already talk about that? No. How's that work? So through all of their assets and videos and everything they've been releasing, they have hidden codes. And you go and you find those hidden codes and you enter it into a website and it unlocks uh, little in-game items or pets and stuff uh, when Pillars 2 comes out. I don't know how to do that. I need to find a thread on that. Pillars to scavenger. There's probably a, a Reddit. Yep. And for those who want to cheat, there's a thread on the forums that basically have all of the found code so far in a list for you. So <laughs> The community found ones, yeah. And it's on actually the... Pillars website or the Pillars website forums, official forums. They didn't, they didn't get rid of it, so I guess they're fine with it. Hmm. You have to find cheat, where that cheat. is. Oh goodness. Well, that's something for me to do after the show today, because <laughs> I've pre-ordered Pillars Two and I need to get all that. All right. So, uh, other news includes Dragon Quest Builders Two. They are adding a guy. What is a villain in Dragon Quest Two? Um, his name is Malroth, and he's going to be an ally in this game. So He definitely will not betray you. Who knows? You high-five him. I got his picture up right here. You high-five him, and that's pretty awesome. He will definitely not betray Why you. Why would he betray you? He's not able to build. So, you know, you're good. <laughs> He'll team up with you and beat stuff up. He just has red eyes. You're being you're being racist against people what have red eyes. <laughs> it's totally fine. It's fine now. There's no problems. <laughs> Sinner sacrifice for redemption. Um, if you remember this game, um, you're doing better than me because I didn't. It's called Sinner Sacrifice for Redemption. It's on the Switch, um, or it's going to come on the Switch now. That's a new announcement, and uh, it is also for PS4. Xbox One, PC, and Mac, and they are delaying it. So it's all going to be in third quarter 2018 now. Um, Let me read you this paragraph, because I thought this was a good description. Sinner follows Adam, a soldier who attempts to atone for his crimes by confronting mysterious monstrous enemies based on the seven deadly sins. Before each fight, players will sacrifice a part of Adam, permanently debuffing him for the rest of the game. Players will be able to restore their stats, but the boss will have to be defeated again. So I don't really get how that works. But as enemies are defeated, more about Adam's past is discovered and his connection to the enemies are revealed. There will also be optional trials that allow players to unlock new equipment. So as you get through the game, you get weaker. (laughs) Isn't that weird? It's like the reverse of how games work. (laughs) Or maybe you become stronger overall, but you have these weird debuffs. I don't know. But uh, it looks Dark Souls-y. So... And you have to sacrifice parts of yourself. So that's that's a cool thing. Anyway, third quarter 2018 now for that, and on the Switch as well. Uh, Anna, are you excited for Yokai Watch 4? Well, we haven't gotten Yokai Watch 3 yet. Well, we haven't gotten Yokai Watch 3 yet. But in, if you're in Japan, sometime this year, 2018, it'll be out on the Switch. It is not on the 3DS. 
Well, and the interesting thing is, is um, the Yokai Watch 4 is going to have um, characters from the Jump Ahead anime. What does that mean? So there's now like a Yokai Watch Shadow Side anime. And the Shadow Side anime is like 30 years in the future. Oh, okay. So there you go. Jumping forward. I posted a picture of my logbook so far for my scavenger hunt. You can see what oh, kind of items you can unlock. How are you? Oh, Nito. A golden One ring. of them is Stinky Pete. He's a stinky cat. You get a cat. Nice. Perfect. I got to go do that. So the crew has so Keep Stinky Pete on board so the crew has someone to blame for the smell. Yeah. That's convenient. It's a cat. It's a cat that smells. Okay. By the way, Pillars of Eternity 2 is a pirate game, so I'm totally into this. You know, I'm okay. after my mythical pirate RPG. Um, Record of Grand Crest War has introduced more characters. Anna, we watched a video for this game. I have no idea what's going on in it, other than it's, it looks like a it, weird real-time strategy game. It looks and like then, a Musu game that you have to do way too much work in. It looks so onerous. I don't want to play this game. No. Hard pass. Um, but uh, we do have a story up that shows uh, some characters and stuff. It's Record of Grand Crest War is built or is based on a light novel and anime series from Rio Rio Mizuno, who I'm not familiar with, but maybe you are. And there's whole story character or story discussion and characters being shown off, so you can go check that out if you're interested. Um, there was a trailer for the game. Yeah, we got a trailer for it, and yeah, you can see you, it is an involved game. Um, you have to tell units where they go and whatnot, and then you have to take control of the unit, or maybe there's just you. And then you run around and you start smacking things and make sure everyone's doing what you told them to do, and I don't know. So, whew, looks pretty busy. And then they had a second trailer, which is even more stuff, which shows some gameplay and some story stuff, or some of the stuff you do between battles and whatnot, so... Go check those out. See if you're into it. Metal Max Zeno has a Western release confirmed. Tank this game. This one looked cool. Yep. Yeah, so, they only announced. They only confirmed the PS4 version. It so has dinosaur tanks. Dinosaur tanks. Uh, PS4 in 2018 with the Vita version it seems to be Japanese only. Yep. Um, it's out in Japan like now. So. Yep. Yeah, Gaijin's playing it. So you did can we check get out. any of these before? Uh, only one on the PS2, and it was a bad one. Yep. It's a bad one. Yeah, yeah, that was a spin-off. So it wasn't actually part of the. <laughs> so once again, this game has dinosaur tanks, and that's all that matters. Oh, and hippopotamus yep. tanks. It looks like so. Very important. I don't know if this game will be good or bad, but hippo tanks. So. Um, Gaijin seems to think it's a fairly good entry. Okay. Good. And it's not a full price game. It's only forty dollars, I think, for pre-order. Alrighty. Metal Max to Metal Max Zeno, right? So yep. and then they we have another story showing off some of the character classes you could check out. Whew. The Banner Saga three has a date now. Uh July twenty Rando Summer. Uh July twenty fourth, twenty eighteen on PC, Mac, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Did they announce Woo-hoo. dates for um Banner Saga one and two on Switch yet? Uh, no. I okay. don't think so. 
I assume before though, Joe Ben, though. I assume they after. did announce the physical trilogy box or collection uh, for P uh, for PS4 and Xbox One. So it's, there's actually a physical release of all three games on disc for those two systems coming out. Cool. So the game costs Not you somewhere between twenty five dollars and forty dollars uh, for like the PC version. And, or for most of the versions, for the digital versions, depending on how many bonuses you get with it. And then if you pre-order on PC, you also get an extra DLC character. And then, goodness gracious. And if you do the physical thing, it has all three, a mini art book, a poster, a best-of soundtrack, and an in-game digital item. And that'll be out on 24th of July as well. For PS4 oh, yeah. and Xbox it's One. Post. Yep. I love this series. I can't wait. It's so... I It intimidates me. I played through the first game, and I didn't like that you basically can't get a happy ending. That's not what this <laughs> game is. And, like, I did so bad in the, in, the, in the town defense section, and, like, I don't even know if it's worth trying to do it again. It's just so hard. This game is meant to be hard, <laughs> and it's meant to destroy you and crush yes. your soul, and people die... And it's it's not like Fire Emblem where you're gonna save everyone by saves coming well. You could do a little better, sure, but it's it's hard. <laughs> it's the end of the world and things suck. And I just don't know if I'm ready for two and three yet. I haven't been ready for two, even though it's been out for quite some time. So I think my plan was wait for three to come out and then just get through both of them and then hope the series wraps up on a slightly better note than than one did. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a big fanboy of this the, these games, and uh, they look so pretty. <laughs> I, I also really like the developers; they're they're awesome guys. I've met them in person several times through some conventions. I drove down there and interviewed with them at their early uh, studio they had in Austin when they just mm-hmm. finished Kickstarter and they just left uh, uh, EA. Um, and, and yeah, they're they're liking them as people and they're really cool and you know how much passion they have in, in doing this stuff kind of makes it even uh, I guess make I guess makes me like it even more than, than I would and, and the art's awesome the gameplay is right up what I like so this is uh, like what five six years now I've come in to complete the, the entire saga and I remember being excited to play the first one so I'm really looking forward to this I um I need to figure out what was I going to say shoot I can't remember now um, I, oh, I have to figure out if I get a copy of this game for kickstarting the first one or not. No, you got a copy of two, but not the third. Not, oh, but I think you okay. got a discount to kickstart. They did a, a, another Kickstarter for the third one. Which I really hated that, that they had to do that. It didn't make sense to me, but okay. Well, you got some pretty cool stuff. I didn't do the Kickstarter the third I one, did. though. Because, like, I thought, like, you know, you guys have had two games. If you can't finish this series, A, why did you plan it for three games? And B, um, you know, what have you been doing? <laughs> why do you need my money? It just didn't feel right to me. But obviously it was successful, and they're doing it, so. Banner Saga 3. Very pretty games. So, that's something. All right. Die for Valhalla. Is a Switch game coming out next month. They put out an announcement trailer. Uh, May 29, 2018 is the date for that. 
And it'll be well, available. It's coming for... out for also Xbox One, PS4, PC, and Mac. Yeah, but the news is the Switch trailer. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's out for all those things. And it looks like a side-scrolling action beat em up so... It's is a it an RPG? Yeah. <laughs> it just says beat em up so... All right. Alex posted it. He would know. <laughs> so it looks like you control multiple yeah, people. Close enough. Yeah, It looks like you can... It's either you or a Valkyrie. You switch back and forth forms, I guess. And then um, you have skills and... I get a Castle Crashers vibe when I watch this, so... That's I cool. get a River City vibe. Oh, yeah, so... Okay, you can do co-op. Anna, we can play together. <laughs> You're so... You never trust me. <laughs> Just because you shouldn't trust me doesn't mean you shouldn't trust me. <laughs> right? No? Alright, well. Uh, Shenmue 1 and 2 are being remastered? Sort of? <laughs> Um, they're going to add, uh, it's going to have the original features of the first two games and, uh, modern and classic control schemes, various graphical options and updated UI, English and Japanese voice acting. And, uh, yeah, that'll be for PC, PS4 and Xbox one sometime this year. It's going to be called the Shenmue one and two collection. And you too can search for sailors and drive around in, um, a forklift. All right. Yeah. Think they're going to fix the clock problems? Um, no, I, I doubt it. That would be nice, though, wouldn't it? Instead of having to wait 45 minutes doing nothing, waiting for the clock to go forward? Yeah. Integral part of the gameplay. Um, let's see. Oh, and they also announced... So, there was a Sega event in Japan, is what happened. And... Relevant to North America was they announced Shenmue 1 and 2 worldwide. But they also announced a new Sakura Tyson, Sakura, and as we know it, Sakura Wars. And they didn't just announce a game, but they announced an entire new project. So this is going to be one of their transmedia projects. Oh, so there'll be an anime. There'll be like an anime and a manga and a bunch of other crap and a game. What? So what do we call that? Transmedia? No, trans polymorphic. Polymorphic content. Oh, I'm sorry. Was transmedia the Square Enix term? No, polymorphic content is the Square Enix term. Oh, okay, That's the one bad. I preferred because it's so stupid. <laughs> polymorphic content. Then the last part was my favorite part. Oh, what do we got here? A Sega Mini Drive, a Sega Mega Drive Mini, a new micro console. No, not that. Oh. no, no, no. We're not discussing it because the people making it are taboo. Next story. They're taboo. Yes. At, at games. What does They're that mean? No, they oh, make so it's bad a... systems. Yeah. Oh, it's them the... again. That's who did the one last yeah. year that nobody liked, right? Yep, yeah, pretty okay. much. All right, so we're ignoring the, the the console. This is okay. What what are we talking about? What's the news? The Sega, last Sega Ages. Yeah. Sega Ages. Sega Ages for Switch. It's like a whole bunch of really awesome old Sega games, and it's coming out on the Switch. Oh, okay. I just went downstairs the other day, Anna. Uh, mm-hmm. Not that's not the news. Okay. And I saw a game on the shelf called the Sega 3D Classics Collection, mm-hmm. and then I hadn't played it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I have some some retro stuff that's been updated for 3D that I should play in my 3DS. Uh-huh. And I hear that's a good collection. Uh huh. So I should do that. Okay. And that's making me think of that. Okay. You know, if there's one thing that there has not been difficulty in doing, it's finding like the entire Genesis collection and playing it on various things. 
And it uh, so looks like this one? is just another ability to do that mm. again. No, so this one is being done by like one of the preservation people. Okay. Um, and it's uh, with input by some preservation people. I'm, j- I'm just saying there's a really good version of this it. on Steam. And no, you can no, play all these no, games not, already. Not no, these. No, no. Yes. This has stuff that you can't get anywhere else. What? Fantasy Star you can get. There's a list. Sonic. Sonic first four. Say what? And then the other one's the arcade version of Game Ground, which is really cool. Yeah. Where was that announced? There's stuff on here that you can't get anywhere Okay, Thunder Force 4, that's a big deal. And every time we do this collection talk, you doubt me and I'm right. What? I don't know what I do. What do I do? Here, give me a collection with all the Thunder Forces, please. Can I have that? That's what I actually want. Can somebody hand me that? Four, that didn't actually ever get released here on the Genesis, did it? I know two and three did, but I'm not sure four ever made it. No, it's Lightning Force. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, it's Lightning Force. Spelled L-I-G-H-T-E-N-I-N-G. Yeah. Lightning. (laughs) We saw several copies of that. And I saw that this weekend, yeah, or last week. (laughs) I knew there was that. I didn't know that was Thunder Force 4. That's Lightning Force. (laughs) Um, Thunder Force 3 is a thing. Is that the one that didn't yeah. get out here, I think? No, it's um, here. Uh, no, that one's three. Two's okay. here. That one's kind of common. Three is a bit pricey. And then four, I didn't think was released, but I didn't realize there was Lightning Force. So it looks like... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Thunder Force 1 is not really a Genesis game, is it? No. So it's more of a computer game. Also announced at the Sega um, event was Valkyria Chronicles... For the Nintendo Switch, but they've only announced it for Japan. Okay. You want uh, a, a little funny story as a kid for me too? Mm-hmm. So I was. Is it about the Chronicles? No, it's about Thunder Force. Oh, we're back to Thunder Force. Okay. Uh, sorry, I was a big fan of Shining Force and Shining Force Two, and then I saw Thunder Force, and I was so excited at the rental oh, store. I no. thought it was going to be like uh. another Shining Force <laughs> game. Yeah. Was was not. Sorry. Shiny Force, Shiny Force 2, Thunder Force 3. Oh, it's the third game, obviously. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's still a good game, at least. Uh, <laughs> it's just not what you expected. Exactly. <laughs> what is this? Why am or I the, shooting things? Or the time when I tried to rent Pirate's Gold and they put Pirates of the Dark Water in there for me instead. And oh, I got home no. And I was right oh. Which is also a good game. But it's not what I wanted, and I was pissed off. I didn't like that game for, like, years, even though it's supposed to be a good game. <laughs> screwed out of my re- weekend rental. Pirates of Darkwater was a fun TV show, and they never really finished it. It always bummed me out. Or if it did get finished, I never got to see those episodes. It's a problem with watching Saturday morning cartoons and expecting to be able to catch a plot that continues. <sighs> All right. Switch version Valkyrie Chronicles 4. It's um moved to summer to fall in Japan, still fall in North America. But I don't understand. How's it been delayed if it wasn't announced till just now? No, Valkyrie Chronicles 4. Oh, Valkyrie Chronicles 4 on yeah. Switch has been delayed. So, two things Maybe. happened. Valkyrie Chronicles 1 was announced for Switch in Japan Thank you. with Thank no you. North American release date. Valkyrie Chronicles 4 was delayed from summer to fall in Japan. Doesn't affect North America because North America was already fall. Okay. 
I needed somebody to help me out there. Thank okay. you. <laughs> have I connected all the dots? You for have. You, you have. Right. So that was all the Sega announcements. All right. Mary Skelter 2 news. More character announcements. Just, okay, we won't waste your time with that then. Um, the the gist is the secret character from the first game is now a main character in the second game. Have we figured out more about Jack? Nope. Okay. Play the game to find out, I guess. Kingdom Hearts 3 has... They um, announced minigames. Yeah, and you play them in little LCD things. like <laughs> They're like old Game & Watch type things, only the Disney ones. And they've got black and white Disney characters, including like... It looks like they're from... Wow, I'm just watching the trailer now. Yeah, a Steamboat Willie style. Okay, and then, oh man, it really is like those. I just straight up doing it. Um, who needs Game & Watch anyway? It's not copyrighted. Anyway, it looks exactly like those, and it's amazing looking, and you play them in the game, apparently. So you find them, you find the little handhelds and then play them, I guess. So... Uh, this game is supposedly coming out this year, by the way. Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, I doubt it. I doubt it. All right. Cosmic Star Heroine is actually coming out to Vita. Yeah, Tuesday. It has a date. It's happening. Yeah, Tuesday, April 24th. It's cross-buy with PS4. Yeah. So if you already have it on PS4, you're good to go. I think we have it already. We probably do. I gave you the code. If you yeah. didn't put it in... It's, it's on me. Um, You'll yeah. have to give it to me again. <laughs> we'll have to find it. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then finally... Not finally. The Next, the, the theory that everyone had about the Octopath Traveler's character reveals... It's true. <laughs> Two more characters were, re- were revealed and their names start with a T and an H. So is that everything? I don't think it was a theory. I thought they outright okay. showed it in one of the oh, previous did they? videos. Oh, I think okay. So. I thought that was a fan-made uh, graphic. Okay. So oh, they... I think they did actually confirm it. I think this is, these are like five and six. So I've got two more to... So all eight are out, and now you have eight characters. No, he eight... just said no, they're five and five six. Five and six. Wait. There's you don't listen more. very well, Chris. Oh, well, I thought he was saying that's what they said about the previous ones that we were talking about. No, no, no. About. Hanit and Therian wait, wait, wait. Why are would characters reveal... five and six. How can they be five and six if they're T and H? That's seven and eight. Well, they're not, they're not doing them in order. Oh. All right. Well, they show you what they do in this trailer, so you can go check that out to get more info on the I game play and what you can game. do in the game. And I I just don't have interest in this game. I'm <sighs> missing something about this. Oh, that's fine. I'll play it. Yeah, you play it. Play it on the TV so well, I can see it. You're missing the last two letters. Then you'll be interested. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Got to fill them in. Then, then they'll have me. Uh, meanwhile, what I am interested in is a new monster in Monster Hunter World. Yeah. yeah. Called Taroth. It's a new Elder Dragon and um, a new game type, too. So, okay. So this thing's huge. So you need to require... It takes four groups of four to split up and hunt down the creature. Um, and all tracking and damage done to it will carry over to the other groups as well. It's uh, it's a full party of 16 people. And you get... Uh, when you're breaking parts on this monster, you get weapons. Like, it drops weapons. <laughs> and great, and they're, like, randomly generated from pieces that it puts the game puts together, and then it gives you a weapon. So it's a great way to get really high-level weapons of types you haven't tried before. So you can start trying other weapon types and see if you like them or not, if you're in endgame. And you've got, like, I've put all this time making my insect glaives amazing so what if i want to try something else man i gotta put all this time into making an amazing one of those to really give it a fair shake um 
So now you don't. You just get a drop and try it out and see how it goes. Uh, it is start. The siege has started and continues until it ends. I don't know when it will end, but it is a limited time event. So get into Monster Hunter World and, and kill this thing. I haven't done it yet. Um, I need to do that this weekend, Anna. Chris. What? I have bad news. Why? Switch owners have not praised the sun hard enough. What do you mean? The Switch version of Dark Souls Remasters has been delayed. <gasps> and so is the Amiibo of Solaire. Correct. Oh, no. What's it delayed till? Summer. Summer? Yeah. Just summer? Yeah. So PS4, Xbox One, and PC, they're still getting Dark Souls Remastered on May 25th, 2018. But the Switch is later. Yeah. You yeah. gotta praise the sun harder. Must not be running well. I assume Must have that... to optimize it or it failed cert. Yeah, hard say. to say. Yeah. <laughs> Probably failed cert. <laughs> I think uh, Anna's winning at segways this, this episode. She's doing well. Thank you. Um, I, I can't bring it like she does, but Soul Songbringer is bringing you a new update. Oh, see? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you him that one. <laughs> Say what? Thank you him that one. <laughs> uh, Songbringer is getting a new update. It is a new piece of story DLC some improved combat mechanics, and a PS4 exclusive theme. Um, the update will arrive on the PS4 and Steam on April 24th, and Xbox One and Windows 10 on April 27th. I, I know what that means, but it still sounds weird to say it like that, since you can play the Steam version on Windows 10, but whatever. Um, the largest... Uh, yeah, so there's a new DLC. Go read about it. There's a trailer. Um, is this the thing that's like a Zelda game, but randomly generated? I forget. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Chris. What? You have no class. Oh, no. What but the mean? Switch does. Oh, what does it have? Class of Heroes. Oh, good. Anniversary Edition. The first one. Yes. Ah. The one way back when Atlas was still doing it. Is it coming out in the U.S.? Uh, no. Oh, who cares then? Well, Free, I mean, It's easy to import games on the Switch, I guess. Yeah, and so... The so, <laughs> problem is, is these games are oh, incredibly... <laughs> Uh, that's still easy to do. That's, the, that oh, is true. the easy way. That's, that's the only fun. way it's easy. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the the Switch eShops don't care what uh, country your credit card is anymore. Exactly. And you can use PayPal now. Give me money. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've gotten pretty... They, they've gotten yeah. pretty chillax about that now. So it has remastered like, graphics, um, image and music collection modes, and I don't know if they've made the game good. So that's yeah. that's up in the air. Yeah, this one Depends was really asked. hard. Really <laughs> I tried playing it. I didn't like it. Yeah. I, I yeah, spent more time creating okay. my character than playing the game. Yeah, me too. I I enjoyed making the character. So, I mean, the the thing is, is this series then went on to become a Gaijin work series. Yeah. So you're not interested because of that. No. But that's that's your own little vendetta. Yep. Um, <laughs> Neo Games has... Oh, delayed Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor Martyr. Oh, no, no. So we have to talk about this. I have to update this my is spreadsheet insane. now. Oh, what's, what's right. going on? So they put Wait, out a public apology. People need to know, this is the Diablo-style game set in the Warhammer 40K universe. Okay, go ahead. So Neocore put out a public apology saying that they were very sorry that Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor was not going to make its original May date. Oh. But it was going to come out for sure on June 5th because they were going to work 90 hours a week to make sure that it did. <gasps> no. No, 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 no. Don't and basically that. people were like, no, 
No, we'd actually prefer you delay it later. Thank you. Yeah. Why would you do that? That's terrible. Yes, and that was basically the internet's reaction. Is like, no, that's terrible. Why would you do that? Work 60-hour weeks. That's that's at least How about tenable. work 40-hour weeks no. and put it out at like uh, in August? You know, the realities of having a job, sometimes you don't get to do the 40-hour work week. But <sighs> Chris, crunch is plan- a horrible, horrible thing. 90-hour week gaming. crunches are. 60-hour um, weeks, it's a little bit easier to deal with. <laughs> 50s aren't too bad. 50s not too bad, yeah. 40 is probably not enough if you have dates to hit. In, I, in fact, I would go so far as to say is it's not enough if you have dates to hit. <laughs> they've probably already been doing 60-hour weeks. I don't know what they've been doing. So, um, yeah, it doesn't matter. They shouldn't do the 90 thing. Let's have yeah, like, thinking that 90 was, thing. It was probably more a terrible joke that was not thought through very well. Yeah. <laughs> and like... so, yeah, they... So then what happened? They have Anything? kind of gone completely silent. They just went silent? Like, yeah. oh. Well, I, think um, that, I think they sort of said, yeah, we meant that as a joke, and then, yeah. And then just not say anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They they kind of attempted to tiptoe very quietly away oh, from Oh, did it. they say something? Okay. Um, yeah. Let's just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> they, they've gone completely away. That is so funny. Um, so, yeah. As long as they don't actually do it. Yay. <laughs> All right. Another Eden is coming to Switch in Japan. I don't know what that is. It's from White Right Flyer Studios. It's a free-to-play smartphone RPG. Another Eden that's coming to Switch, and it will be. We don't know anything about it. Will yeah. Be... So this was popular. Um, oh, this here's was why. like a free-to-play phone game that was made by the Chrono Cross people. Sort of. It made the uh, story was written by Chrono Cross director Masato Kato, and the opening theme was composed by Yasunori Mitsuda. Who did the Chrono Trigger music? Okay, so so it was Chrono people. Also, the uh, the name of the game was fully translated as Another Eden, the Cat Who Goes Beyond Time. So this is obviously you looking for the cats who run into the portal in Chrono Trigger, right? No. Yes. Yeah, I'm calling that, it right now. That is one of the endings of Chrono Trigger. Wait, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you got to go find the cat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You are yanking my chain. I am not. This is well, an that end. piece of finally found its place twenty twenty seven years later. This I'm not making this up in my head, am I? Yeah, the, the special ending with cats. Yeah, the, yeah. The cat runs into the portal, and you got to go chase it. So, yeah, because you, your cat runs into the the portal, and your mom goes after it, and then the portal closes. And like it's and it's a bunch of cats, and then you have to uh, go f- chasing after them. So, yeah, that's an ending of Chrono Trigger. <laughs> so that's what this is about, obviously, okay. right? Okay. No. All right. Um, what I want to know is: is this free to play still, or have they made it like a full game? We probably won't know until it, it comes turned out. into a real game. Yeah, I mean, Chemco kind of makes their games. Full price. Well, let's kind not of bakes in. Chemco here. Um, but I'm positing we'll how they could do it. They could keep it as a free to play game, like, or they could do what Chemco does and just pocket it into a full game. Other Chrono Trigger endings you may forget, Anna. There's an ending where everyone becomes a lizard person in the present because the dinosaurs take over the earth instead of the Ayla's <laughs> people. 
Wait, what? Yep. Okay. Because you beat the game before... You beat Lavos before the dinosaur people die, so then they take over the world and they're (laughs) the dominant species and everyone's a dinosaur person. (laughs) Is that considered a bad ending? It's one of the 13 endings, right? So... Yeah, but is that considered a bad ending? It depends on what you like. Okay. <laughs> um, Arc System Works has shown off some stuff in Wizard Symphony, which is a dungeon crawler. So if you want some artwork and stuff about that, um, we have no info on the uh, Western release of that, but we do like to keep you abreast of new Japanese RPGs. And then finally, Inazuma 11 Ares. That's right. It's a new Inazuma 11 game. And Level 5 is showing it off. Uh, Japanese only at this point. We have no news about uh, the the U.S. and stuff. We've only gotten the first game in the U.S., right? Um, yep. Yeah. In the U.S., we only got the first game. In Europe, they got all three games of the original trilogy and the first two games of the sequel trilogy. Um, I remember when they announced the first, uh, the U.S. release of the first game, and they're like, it's digital only. You can get it right now. And then... It sounds like uh, they kind of left it up in the air whether or not we'd get more of them, and I guess no one bought them. <laughs> I can't remember. You, you didn't get the proper intro. Right. You didn't get the British intro, which is hilarious. Didn't we borrow someone's copies, Anna? Don't we have Alex copies or something? No. Oh. We have, no, we I, have, have cop- I have my copies. No, yeah, we have copies that I purchased. But we only have two of the games? Um, or do we have one, two, and three that way? We have two. Probably, probably one and two, because those two are both DS. Three was 3DS yeah. in Europe. Oh, yep. and you can't yep. import yep. that, can you? Yep. Damn it. Sorry. How will we play the Go Trilogy? Oh, wait, but they only have the first two games of the Go Trilogy anyway, so who cares? Yeah, but the second one's the one with football playing dinosaurs, so that's okay. Which one? The se- second Go one has football playing dinosaurs. Oh, that's a good thing. Were they from the Chrono Trigger ending? No? I don't think so. The important part to know is there will probably be an anime for all this, so just go watch the anime instead. So, <laughs> all right. So, anyway, Inazuma Eleven. That's it for news. Whew. Um, I have. What is this about? There's a YouTube video about cats. Oh, right. Yes, I kickstarted this. It's a Kickstarter thing that's going on. It's called Max and Maya. It's cats who are fighting zombies. I can't describe it any better than that. It's a weird like photorealistic art style but 3d and you, your cats and your you you have a loadout and equipment and you do quests and you're saving people or attacking them or stopping it looks weird and janky and garbage but it's a kickstarter i did and you have a cat who you know does a spin kick and knocks out an alien and how can you not like that so that's an rpg thing <laughs> we have review up of defenders of oasis I don't know what a... Oh, it's a Game Gear game. That's why I don't remember what this is. He doesn't like it. It's Mike Menke who reviews it. You could read that. And then we review up of Minute, which everyone's liking. Um, Michael Cunningham reviewed this one. This is the game you can only play for a minute at a time, but has lots of checkpointing and stuff. So it's not as hard as that makes it sound. And people really seem to like it. So go check it out. It's an easy game. doesn't take too long to beat, it sounds like. Go read the review. (sighs) Anna, do we have any uh, feedback? Yeah, um, the feedback was no one's played multiplayer in Final Fantasy fifteen. Oh, that's it? Okay. Yeah. Um, replies were either I haven't bought it because I'm waiting for all the DLC to come out, so see you in 2020. 
mm-hmm. um, or people that are playing the mobile version. Okay. So no one's played the multiplayer. Good to know. Uh, Brennan Letters tweeted us and said, have Sob 1001 say the following five times fast on the podcast. Langrisser, Landshocker, Landstock. God, I have already messed up. Langrisser, Landshark, Landstalker. Langrisser, Landshark, Landstalker. Langrisser, Landstalker. Line and Kugels. Line Kugels. There we go. I don't know what I'm saying. I failed, Brennan. New games coming out the next week. Whew. Wait, 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 wait. What? What's our question of the week? I don't think we have one. How awesome is the new site? How awesome is the new site? <laughs> or how bad is the new site? I guess depending on let's your, go your the first take. One. Yeah, let's go to the first one. How awesome. Are we going to have a podcast in two weeks? In two weeks? Yeah. Right. May Why wouldn't we? 5th. Well, because oh, we're going to it... miss another podcast in May. Yeah, but not that one. Yes. Okay. So we we'll, will be we're back. We're here for that one. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, by the time you, by the time you listen to another podcast... The site will be up. The site, the new site will be up. Well, the site might be up. It really depends on how well the the, the new going. site will be up. Well, we have we will have released it. The new not site will be up. Whether or not will it's it staying up? up reliably. The is new a good site question. will be up. <laughs> the new site will be up. Don't I'm... do this to my heart. <laughs> okay. All right, time for some new releases. Um, first off, from last week what we would have told you would have been as divine hearts on the switch dead dark rose valkyrie on pc dead in vinland regalia of men and monarchs for ps4 xbox one and switch sorry dead in vinland was pc and mac super daryl deluxe for pc ps4 and switch tower of time for pc and linux and ease origin on the xbox one uh, yeah <laughs> seraphim in the chat says the new the question of the week should just be is the new site up <laughs> <laughs> Um, new releases for this week. Uh, Cycle of Eternity Space Anomaly on the new 3DS. For the King on PC and Mac. Healer's Quest on PC. Oh, right. I tried that. Guys, I played Healer Quest last night. Um, I spent like an hour playing it. Oh, my gosh. Is the opening of that game exceedingly grindy to the point where I got bored playing it? <laughs> um, the humor is amazing. I really like... Well, amazing. The humor is good. It's, it's solidly written from the perspective of you are a healer who's treated like dirt by your party, and that's cool. Um, so this might be a game where somebody who's really good at it can do a let's play that's really fun to watch. But right now, I'm finding that I'm having to run around and grind up gold to upgrade my equipment, and it's still really hard to play. Um, so I'm grinding up levels, and that's a bit grindy. So then I can go and do the first real dungeon without, like, you know, dying a lot. So, eh, I, I'm I'm jury is out on that one so hopefully i'll try healer's quest some more later when i have some some patience okay so in the meantime uh also out this week yakuza 6 the song of life which i guess just hit this past week really uh it's also available in a digital bundle with yakuza 0 and then ease 8 lacrimosa of donna on the pc right Ooh. or is that did we say that got delayed or that's out no no it's out it's so. just having some we have the story about that and i just finally put it out what's wrong with it yes many things oh okay well all right things coming out in the next week south park the fractured but whole on the nintendo switch BattleTech for 39.99 it's on steam um but uh jonathan and i backed it so we'll just get a copy right yeah yeah so hopefully i'll try yeah, i think scott has i think scott has his copy now oh good um sinner sacrifice for redemption um didn't we just say it was delayed that was delayed Yep. That's one, that was one of the news stories, wasn't it? Yep. I'm deleting that. Sorry. 
my my sources don't always get updated. Yeah, Have I ever mentioned wait. that it's impossible to find a good source for the game's releases anywhere? Other than like actually literally going to all the platform owners and having them tell you what's coming out and then validating it that they weren't delayed. Well, and the problem is, is even that's not even really accurate because you look at Nintendo's site and Nintendo doesn't even have all the stuff that came out this week. They don't in their in their weekly digital download. So their yeah, so their like press email is correct, but their yeah. website isn't. Oh yeah, correct. you can't trust the website. No, yeah, you have to get it on the press list to get these things for all of it. It's so stupid swords of ditto is on steam that's out now uh 1999 and saturday morning rpg on the switch oh yeah good catch whoever caught that i thought that already came out a little while back i guess not jeez not on the switch i think they did the pre-orders for the physical edition oh my gosh there's so many now it's coming out digitally alex what do you find so uh, no i'll ask you after after the show anyway um that's your new releases what are you gonna play this week anna marie you don't know. I'm. You let don't me go last. know. You don't know. All right, Jonathan. BattleTech. BattleTech. I'm gonna play some BattleTech. Alex. Yakuza. Yakuza. And Pascal. I'm assuming I finished the Alliance Alive. I guess maybe um, I have the the next Phoenix Wright game on the DS. I want to start. Ah, there you go. Which one is? Which oh. one are you doing next? Um. Which one came one, after two, Dual three, Destinies? One, two, three, or four. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking oh, about. Recent one. That's Justice, the most recent, right? yeah. Something of Justice. Spirit of Justice? Spirit of Justice. Spirit of yes. Justice. And, oh, I forgot to mention, but I have a, um, a Switch, which I just haven't played. It's been sitting here for like three weeks. So maybe I'll play some Zelda. Or some Mario. Um, I only have Mario and Rabbids, but I, uh, I already... I played Zelda for like a day, so I might go back to that first. That works. You should beat yeah. Chris at completing Xenoblade. That's true. I, you could do that. <laughs> you could also beat Chris at beating. It, you could also beat Chris at beating Zelda because I haven't done that either. So <laughs> all these paths are open to you. Anna Marie, what are you playing? So here is my dilemma. Uh oh. I finished Color Cross Malice. I have Steins Gate coming oh. on Monday. You don't need another visual novel right now. You need to play The Alliance Live. Sounds great. See? She's so, already watched the anime. She's fine. No, I need to watch Sorry. the anime before I play the oh, game. Oh, goodness. So I have a, like this two, three-day period. You've that... already watched the anime. You have to watch the anime before you play the game. Okay. Really? Yeah. Why? Because there's massive spoilers. In what? In the game. For the anime? Yes. Well, then it's you the could say that the other way around, story, too. <laughs> no. There is stuff that happens in the game that augments the anime. Oh, for goodness sake. Well, Alex has only played the game, and he well, seems happy. I've played the game twice and watched the anime. I think I watched the anime first, but... Yeah. I don't... So, two things are I'm happening next week. Confused. One, I'm getting Steinsgate. <laughs> I think we're all confused, Two, Alex. There's a big sale that's starting on Tuesday where I suspect... The Golden at, Week sale. At least one of the two games that I have really, really wanted to play but couldn't justify buying are going on sale. What game is that, Anna? Um, Tokyo Xanadu and, and Odin's Fear Left Lefthrazir. Yeah. So you're hoping one of those goes on sale. Or both. So I have a three-day period where I don't know what I want to play. 
which is important because Anna can usually finish a game in a three-day period. Yes. <laughs> is this a PlayStation sale? Yeah. Uh, yeah. PSN. Sony usually does the Golden Week sale. Yeah. We'll see what's in it. We don't know. <laughs> okay. So that's what everyone's playing. And so I guess... you have to you have to find out in two weeks what I play, unless you follow me on Twitter, which is Am Perverteer. Of course, maybe what I should do instead is play God of War three and then Dad of War, because that got a lot of good reviews. I'd watch you play that. Dad of War, yeah. Either of them. Oh, everyone's raving about that. Mm. All right, that's it. Thanks for everybody for watching. We're gonna catch you in two weeks. New sites launching next week, and Chris's life is super busy for a little while it seems. And. Big thanks in, in 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 advance to Alex Fuller and uh, why am I blanking? Harry, Harry, Papa Demetrio, who has done so much work on the new site. Thank you, Harry. Um, and what else? No, and to you for being patient, dear listener. <laughs> While we have a site that was designed in the nineties or whatever, still going today. <laughs> was it oh three or something? Two thousand four. Yep. Okay. <sighs> All right. That's it. We'll catch you next time. Till then, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.